Welcome to this year's March Mayhem, a series where we pit a collection of records against each other and see who comes out on top. This year we have chosen the best of 90s DIY Hardcore Top 100 by Ken Sanderson of Crank Records. 100 albums, but only one can come out on top. Who will win? Listen to find out. We are recording. Hello. Hello, recording. Hello. How's it I look, am Connor? recording. Yeah, we got some bars showing up. Looks like it's audio. Oh, yeah. No, we're uh, okay, we're good. good. We're good. All right, folks. But actually, let me actually prove that to myself by looking at the screen. Oh, we're bumping. Okay. Good, okay. Fully level. Hell, yeah. Well, here's As a- you folks can hear, Connor is using the, the announcer mic today because he's playing a special role. <clears throat> yeah, the guy who likes fast food the most. Yeah, he's mm. the fast food. So yeah, maybe the guy who likes fast food the most and is bowling the guy alleys. that works in fast food, right? That makes sense. <laughs> you work yeah. with what you love. The guy who works in fast. Food. Here's a here's a fortune cookie. You cannot love life until you live the life you love. It's a more of a tongue wow. twister. Sure, that's sure. deep. That sure. yeah, that's really. I deep. got one one time where it was like straight up. It straight up said dessert makes you happy. I was like, "That's not wisdom. That's just a statement." I got one that said, like, <laughs> "I got one that said, all all of your haters become your waiters when you sit down at the, the table, table of success." <laughs> not really. That was Mayor Eric Adams of New York City, which is I heard your fortune in his voice. Oh man, I wish I got a fortune from him that was just that awesome uh, lyric that you showed us, where he says. I have a popular knapsack with multiple locations. With many locations. Because that like absolutely sounds like a a really good MTV riffraff yeah, lyric. Yeah. Where there's smoke, there's possibly fire. Or possible fire. <laughs> possible fire. Where there's smoke, there's possible not, fire. Yeah, not possibly fire. Possible fire. I feel like that shows how nuanced of a yeah. smart guy he is. Yeah, he uh-huh. seems like yeah. a pretty progressive guy. <laughs> well, this is a big episode. Oh yeah, for us. Uh, this is the Kings of Punk podcast, as you probably know. I'm one of your hosts, Tyler Hammer. With me, as always, is I'm Gary U.S. Boss, as well as Jake Razor here, and of course Connor, s- special guest Connor. And Connor's our referee today because we are beginning the March Mayhem series once again, revisiting this from two years ago and three years ago. Uh, previous installments were the Slap a Ham. Uh, label we did all 64 of their we'll say 64 of the records i mean i think they had more than that but some of them were are the fake records that aren't real it, it ended up working out i think there was enough out for like the proper bracket and then uh two years ago we did a puss, puss has, zone puss heads top 100 of the 80s <coughs> one by one Gizm, by, I think, right? Gizm, I yeah, Gizm won. Gizm won. Approach Cro- came in second. Crossed out won the uh, original one, I yes, think. Yes, the crossed out discography, I think. Um, so this year we'll be doing the top uh, best best of 90s DIY hardcore top 100 by... Uh, Prank Records. Prank Records. Ken. Prank Records is Ken Sanderson. Uh-huh. And uh, our list intended to be a spiritual uh, successor to Pusshead's list. Yeah. So this is one that got requested by this is one that we thought of doing anyway, and then people asked for it, and now we're we're about to do it. We about to do it. And as the referee, I just want to uh, separate myself from what most referees say, where they want like a clean, 
good fight. Good fight. I want as many blow the belt shots as possible. Dirty hits. No, we're yeah. gonna yeah, yeah. Bite ears. <laughs> we're gonna give some dirty hits out. No, this is a this is a a thing where for us, <clears throat> what 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 is if you never heard it before? I mean, I highly suggest listening to the Pusside one. Um, but basically, we have a tournament bracket and. Two records will go up against each other, and we are going to basically just vote for the records that we want to, that we think are, we like the most. Not necessarily the best. It's not representing, it's not like this is the best representation of the 90s DIY hardcore. It's just, it literally, I think, is based upon opinion. And like, yeah. And really, whatever metric you like. I mean, if yeah. one of us wanted to vote for one on the basis of this really embodies 90s DIY, like, we're allowed to vote on that basis if we want to but also maybe it is just the one we like more i found myself having to use different metrics for different matchups for because, sure you know sometimes shit on both sides of the aisle sucks so you got to do it based on all the artworks better or sometimes yeah. both are good and it's hard to yeah. pick you know oh, it's yeah. like oh man and there's sometimes they're both too different and both yeah, good and not it's really like, comparable ah, that's when it really comes down to personal taste but we're yeah. gonna see what it comes down to today with uh, Connor kind of keeping us on track so this isn't six hours long. We do yeah. have some interesting matchups. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, do we want to just get started? It's going to be a hot one, ladies and gentlemen. So, and also, the way I think we're going to do this is uh, Connor's going to introduce the matchups. We're going to do a brief discussion of, like, like maybe our history with it, you know, what maybe we can describe what the bands are like. Nothing super serious. We're not talking about the records really super in the detail yet. What, before we vote, then we're going to vote. I think it's, before we used to do it all at once, I think we should just go down the aisle in a sense. Yeah. A little suspenseful. Maybe yeah. it's a little suspenseful. And after we will we will be discussing further, the mostly the loser. Because if you think about it, folks, this is, we, didn't, we didn't really think about this History last time. History is written by the victor. We want to flip the script. When a, when a record moves on, we're going to talk about it next episode to some degree. Right. So us having to talk in detail about, um, like, His Hero is Gone, like, five episodes in a row, you don't really need to do that. Also, you're probably familiar with His Hero is Gone. We're, think of it like we're doing a little post-mortem for the losers, and maybe though it'll still be pretty brief, but... That's how, at least for these this early round, how we we want to approach it. Yeah. We're gonna have we're gonna yeah we're gonna do this at a good nice clip. Yeah, yeah. Hit us, Connor. Hit us with the first matchup. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, number sixty one. We have Starving Dog Eats Master compilation nineteen ninety one on Bloodsucker Records. Okay, yeah. Featuring Crook, Bandit, Warhead, Junk, Nightmare, Kathubata, and Deathside. Versus Court Process, mm -hmm. self-titled EP, 1994, Heart Fist Records from Horton Vestold, Norway. Yes, what was the number for Court Process? 53. 53, all right. And now the numbers for folks, uh, based upon what Ken said, apparently with the Pusshead list too, they're not necessarily ranked. Some of the records that we're not going to talk about, like uh, His Hero's Gone, I think Crossed Out, a handful of just like 28 of them they got buys we had the voting thing so if you voted thank you very much um, we will get to them next time um, but uh the starving dark dog comp i would describe it as kind of uh, i mean people probably familiar with nightmare probably familiar with death side for sure uh 
I would kind of consider it like burning spirits or maybe almost like some of them are kind of proto burning spirits. It's it's a very cool Japanese hardcore stuff. Yeah. And court process is kind of like a. How would you describe it, Jake? Musically, I would have a hard time describing it other than in like subgenre terms. It is a very manic, uh, hardcore record from Norway. Maybe a little bit of metal influence in there. Too. Yeah. Some of the riffs, but it's definitely a not crusty ma- too. I, th- I feel little like. crusty, yeah. yeah. Maybe that's what I'm definitely thinking. not metallic hardcore, but short, no. kind of disjointed songs. Couldn't find a lot of info on this band. Uh, I've said before, I think Norwegian hardcore needs more examination and. Uh, recognition, but uh, that's that's about it for that band. What I know about them. Do you yeah. want to give your fellows the vote? Yeah, uh, Jake, you go. Want to go first? Sure. Uh, court process. Court process. Me. Court process. Uh oh. I picked starving dog. <gasps> Whoa. Okay. Well, yeah. folks. I'm feeling some type of way right out the gate because Court Process, I don't even know if I like it more. I just, it's a weird record. Yeah. And I they, I do like it. And I just want to see what, I was kind of want to see what they, what happens with them yeah. in the tournament, you know? But now I feel bad because that comp is really sick. The it's comp hurt, is sick. It's hurt by the fact that the weakest tracks on it are the first, probably the first band, that Crook band. Crook, yeah. See, it gets I like better. Crook. It gets better and I better. Think it's, it's weird because, like, I think Warhead Junk is really good. Uh huh. And I think the nightmare tracks are good. The death side tracks are kind of like, eh, which is weird. Yeah. Um, and Kaibu I like Batha. the Kara, yeah, the Kara Booth or whatever the fuck. I like. That I like. I thought that cool. band was really good. It's it's a weird it's a weird record. It's a weird record, but uh, it it kind of shows some light on some Japanese stuff that you maybe have never heard before. Yeah, Warhead so. Junk, I didn't know. So I'm thankful I listened to this and heard about oh, them. And I mean, I the only I, I hadn't heard of like any of the bands on there besides Death Side and Nightmare. Yeah, for me that that comp that style that's represented on there is one of my favorite styles of hardcore. Mm-hmm. It is one that will be represented heavily in this bracket one way or another. Tell you that yeah. right oh, now. Oh, for sure. Ready for the next one? Ready for the next so, one, Connor. Court process moves on. Court process moves court on. Process moves on. Okay, next match up we have is <clears throat> number 14, Blats and Filth. It is the Shit Split LP, 1991, on Lookout Records. Blats are from Berkeley, California, and Filth are from East Bay, California, versus 62, which is Insane Youth, Not Give a Damn, which is 1994 on Bloodsucker Records, and they are from Kochi, Japan. We got another Bloodsucker, folks. Yes. Yeah. Get ready to hear that record label name a <laughs> yes. lot on here. Yes. There are a couple labels where it appears a bunch, but uh, yeah, Filth, Filth, Bla- I mean, I think some people may know may know the name Filth. I uh, was familiar with them, wasn't familiar with Blatz. Uh, Insane Youth, wasn't familiar with them. Well, here's the thing with Insane Youth. I hear that name, and, you know, if, if I'd say if you were, you know, in America and you hear there's a band called Insane Youth playing a show, you'd probably be like, Oh, that band probably sucks. Yeah, but they're not from here. They're no, from they're not. from Japan. They're from the Great Nippon. So, and then you know, it turns out, oh, it's actually good. Yeah, <laughs> that's this, how it works. Well, your white particles have to say Japan. It's good, yeah. good. The shit split is a record that I've been hearing about and seen people bigging up since I was in my like early teens, and I think this was maybe the second time I've ever tried to listen to it. I just always. Skipped over it for a variety of reasons. I guess yeah. maybe the people who were bigging it up liked a bunch of music I didn't like. So, And Lookout Records, for those that aren't familiar, uh, 
important label as they put out the first two Green Day albums, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you guys ready for your vote? Ready to vote? Yeah, Connor, I, yeah, Connor you decide who starts. I think I thought yeah, like yeah. that determination. Tim. Okay. <laughs> uh, I went insane youth. Insane youth. I, I gotta go insane youth. All right. Oh. I tried to push my boundaries with this shit split thing because look. I've we all probably have certain prejudices about music that we don't like based on the aesthetic or who likes it or whatever. Yep. I've made a lot of progress towards not doing that. But I listened to this record again and again did not care for it. The filth side is better. There's a couple good songs, but ultimately it's like filth for me. I I hear it as kind of a 90s update of like conflict or something, but I could say that about a few bands on here, some of which I think are much better. Filth is a backpatch band. Yes, yeah. uh, I would kind of say I mean, that. Th- Someone at the show we played on Friday had a filth backpatch. <laughs> I mean, there's backpack bands, backpatch bands that I love, but yeah, it's one that of doesn't them, make yeah. it inherently bad. Yeah. But it's very quick to be knocked out. I mean, they're also yeah. a butt flap band, but that's another story. Best, best thing I could say about Filth is uh, I like the um, throat shredding uh, vocal I, performance. I back that. Um, bla- I, so this is also maybe a reason why I downvoted them. Uh, it's because I listened to, we had on our playlist the uh, CD version, which is twice as long. It's like both bands have like almost, almost 40, 40 plus minutes, minutes. Of, minute yeah. of material. And I'm going to be, we haven't said anything about Blatz, but not my thing. I'll I think say the this. vocals and like the songwriting is just. Here's a hot <sighs> take. proto Wegpunk. Yeah, honestly, kind of like in terms of and that and like f- and that and kind Damning of like f- evidence. folk punk, I would say almost. But that's the problem. It's like it it it's too close to folk. It, punk it in doesn't a way. have Not any actually of folky, but like the vocals kind the of vocal right? yeah. the vocals and the energy of it. Yeah, I mean that's who the people who fucking told me it was good. Like, yeah, of course, it's annoying. Like, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and it doesn't really have the things that would make like egg punk fun though. And even filth, like the vocals are th- throat shredding for me personally. That's not a selling point because I feel like it doesn't. I guess it is. It. it is cool. I, I like throat shredding vocals sometimes. I just don't know if they're like the best vocals for their music. I guess it. You know, it, right. Well, it they are like out. a it's weird. Cool. Yeah. Like it's like a weird. Like it's like almost crossed, but like not quite yeah, there. Not quite. It's yeah. it, it's. I think like anarcho. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The vocals kind of add to my feeling with this record, where it's just like cult culture and vibe wise, it's in a space that just is not. My space, I guess. Yeah. Well, let's blast blats past this one and go to the next one. That sure. Awful. We have number seventy-two, Os Rotten, Fuck Nazi Sympathy. That's on nineteen ninety-four on Havoc Records from Pittsburgh, PA. Uh, going up against number forty-four, Scatha, which is uh, they're released. Respect, protect, reconnect. Uh, 1996 on Flat Earth from Glasgow, Scotland. That was not an accent from there. No. Close, though. Very close. You almost fooled me. Thanks, Tim. Jake, you ready? Yes. I think we both... Oh, you wanted to talk a little bit? Uh, Um, I mean, people know... People should be familiar with Osrod. People know Osrod. And I will say Skatha or whatever it is, we're both... We're all going to pronounce it wrong. There's a weird Celtic pronunciation. I don't think any of us knew that band. Nope. And uh, it, that is kind of uh, very, seems to be very environmentalist. I mean, we, we could, we'll see how this it's goes. It's an interesting and spiritual, up, too, in a, way. in a way. Yes, it, it's it's a mix of, like, Celtic paganism and, like, peace punk. And uh, I didn't know anything about them, and I'm curious to know more. 
Well, let's, uh, what's your uh, what's your judgment? I'm going with uh, the Scottish band that I, I'm going to pronounce as Skatha. I am going with Os Rotten. Ooh, I'm the tiebreaker Uh-oh. here, huh? Tim. Oh, sorry to disappoint you, Tyler. I went <gasps> no, with Skatha. What? Damn, this is an upset. Wow. This is a big upset. Big upset, folks. This was a tough one because, like, Al's Rotten is classic. I, I'll be honest. Classic, uh, yeah. like, anarcho band. When I was 90s. a kid, I, I never really checked them out, but I, I like this record a lot. It's very in line with conflict and stuff from the 80s that I like. I would say I like their the LP that came after this, I think. Yeah, see, I What's think that's called? where I'm the, at. Uh, now back to our sc- regularly scheduled programming or something like that. I can't remember, but, I mean, I've listened to Al's Rotten a bunch, and... I mean, they're classic great. band. They're great, yeah. And I think this 7-inch maybe, and this is not going to be the last time somebody says this, I think the production on it might harm it a little bit, or at the very least could be better. Um, I think that's it, because it, I feel like it, it sounds like, like oddly, uh, the production on the Osron record. It's like... Demo-y? Yeah, oddly, like, muted in a way. Yeah, you know? right, right, right. Like, it sounds yeah. like it's like, this should be louder. And it's unfortunate that it was against Skatha because production-wise especially, that's like opposite end of the spectrum. That's probably, in my opinion, some of the better production on this list. What's our next matchup? Next matchup is number 67, Damnation AD, No More Dreams of Happy Endings. I wonder what they're talking about. 1995 on Jade Tree from Washington, (laughs) D.C. versus number 94, uh, Various Artists Comp which is entitled Start a Riot, 1995 on Clean Plate Records. This features Defiance, Code 13, The Pissed, Naked Aggression, Terminal Disgust, uh, Civil Disobedience, Capitalist Casualties, Submachine Gun, Os Rotten, and Thug. Okay, well, I, I was interesting com- uh, comparison. A couple of the bands that are on this con- uh the brightest part of the tournament. I'm sorry, my brain is like shitting right now. There's three bands who uh, were on this comp who were also yeah. in the tournament. Yes. Which would be the Pissed, the pissed. Capitalist Casualties, and Osrod, who were just eliminated. Interesting uh, matchup because they're they're both from '95, right? So, I mean, I've I'm familiar with the hand, almost all the bands we talked about in the comp, and I was not familiar with Damnation AD. So that was a. Uh, it's kind of nice to hear. I think yeah. that's a. Uh, Damnation AD. What would you describe that as? Like, is that metalcore? Uh, it's like kind of weird, say, like, like proto, sludgy, like in parts, metal, or like metallic groovy. hardcore, yeah. proto metalcore. I, I will say for the, the that started that started riot comp. I was there were a few bands on it I was not familiar with, and it's an interesting. It's a mix of different punk stuff because like Code Thirteen is more like hardcore. Yeah, Defiance, which is like, yeah, it's like a good, street punk band. It's like good, good street punk. I would say like. Or I, I'll put it this then, way: smart street punk, capitalist um, casualties. You got like violence. freaking yeah. power violence. I mean, thug, rotten. Thug is like a sludgy, yeah, noise rock band kind of thing. So, yeah, interesting. Uh, interesting Always tough when it's mix. a comp versus a regular album, but we'll see how yeah. it goes. Well, I think we're gonna have Tyler take it away for this one. Well, folks, I went with Damnation AD. Who's gonna? Who's gonna? I will decide go? that now. Tim goes. Okay, I went with the Start a Riot compilation. Ooh, all right. I think I kind of know where this is going to go, but... I'm going to do what you're probably expecting and go with the Start a Riot comp. Ooh. With, with the addendum of, especially after listening to Damnation AD a second time, 
th- this was a harder choice for me than I initially thought it would be because Damnation AD is a like re- real sick version oh, of what it is. I mean, I like I like that record There's, too. Yeah, yeah, it's not course. a bad band. There's dope like groovy parts on it and stuff. There is a very like some jump the fuck up shit. Yeah, some sick jump the fuck up shit. There's a very long instrumental that hurts it big time, but. Even when I ignore that, I will say that Start a Riot comp really impressed me. The Aus Rotten stuff sounds better than the other 7-inch. Every band, like, brought their A-game with the tracks that they put oh, on the, this thing. Oh, the Aus Rotten tracks about, like, the, the one with, like, about the Serbian thing? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. that was, like, that was a really good that, yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one got me, like, kind of emotional. That, that was a powerful fucking song. I also like the, uh, I think it was the Naked Aggression. That was the band with, like, the the, the, the female you know, vocalist, right? Vocals? Yes, yeah, I they think were good. so. I see, I don't know, some of the stuff I just thought was too lo-fi I for me. I get that. And then, like, I did not like Lethal or Naked Aggression. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know. It's just kind of. But Damnation, Damnation AD, AD, though, I yeah. thought, was, like, in terms of, like, metalcore stuff, this they came out in, like, 95. This is, like, perfect era for metalcore because you have bands like obviously integrity which we will talk about later um this is post rorschach um but and this is pre or kind of converges a band but this is like before like metalcore becomes but also like it's thing it has some of that that like kind of weird like doomy influence yeah on it too, it does. like i said it was hard because i i really and i i don't even love metalcore a lot of the time and this is i i did really like this record i think the doomy element definitely helped with that you know what i like too i like the the album cover album cover is very cool scarecrows too. are cool. cool and scary yes yes they are speaking yeah. of scarecrow it's relevant to our next batch oh what is oh, that? Yes. I got on here or no i'm kidding here <laughs> we go we have number 95 crow Oh, the door of the end, 1998 on Crow Records, from Osaka, Japan, versus number 48, Damod, Rewind, Manmade, 1997 on Bacteria Sour, and they are from Savannah, Georgia. This is a good. So this what this is a good matchup. Uh, Damod, I have heard before, um, and a Crow. I mean, I, you should know Crow. I mean, this band from the fucking 80s. This is Crow. Je, this is fucking Crow. Uh, still around. Still around. Prank, yeah, the most recent just, record is fucking awesome. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Prank put it out, I believe, too. Um, and, uh, I mean... Good old Crow. What's a little... Do you, do you have any background on Demod? I did not know much where about are they, where are they, Georgia. Savannah. Savannah. They're kind of like... Um, how would you describe them, I guess? Um, I mean, like, I feel like... It's like it's almost I like would actually say core, like Damnation AD, but like more on the like sludgier side, sludgier, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of punkier side, as opposed to like a little crustier, yeah, crustier. Okay, yeah. I, would I say mean, yeah, kind of think of maybe it, like yeah. a torture, uh, Kylisa kind of, yeah, get, uh, type of that. thing. Yeah, and uh, Crow. We said I mean, there's a classic band, but these they're like a just a great hardcore band that kind of do a. They don't have like a really. I won't say that it's not that they're con- inconsistent, but um, they have like a ton of releases, and I think they. I don't want to say change up their sound, but uh, they're a pretty creative band. I would say overall, There's definitely the, some the metal, framework. heavy metal influence in there. Yeah, on and off. Yeah, who who's gonna go for vote first? We're gonna go with Tim on this one. Uh, okay. Uh, this was a tough matchup because I I like both a lot, but I had to tip my hat. To Crow. Folks, I also tip my hat to Crow. 
I'm, this is going to be three out of three for Crow today. Yeah. Which and I think if is I was the... voting four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, like I heard the Demod stuff. It's good. I it's like, like this it. is sick. And then yeah. I heard the Crow stuff, and I was like, Yeah, okay. I think we no, all have a no little contest. bit of like you know. I mean, we're going to be biased for the fact that we all have experience with loving. It's not yep. just that we have experience. It's like experience with like, wow, this band's awesome. With I mean, to, be, to be fair, there there are matchups on here where I where it was. I'm not going to say which ones, at least not right now. There's ones where it's something I've loved for many, many years and then something I had never heard before. And the bias did not win out. Well, but that's what's this so case, cool about different. this kind of yeah. show. Damod, I I remember listening to it and thinking this is good, but I don't remember much else about it. Now maybe that's on me, but I don't think so. I think that's a decent metric if, uh, of whether or not it's you know mm-hmm. going to stay in my rotation. I definitely of the, all the new things I listened to, I've got ones that I'm certain I will listen to again. There's other ones where I'm certain I won't. There's others that are maybes. This would be like a maybe. Yeah, I think this is this is a band where I now want to check out their other stuff. Stuff that's awesome. Uh, so and I think I will because I. I think it's one of those '90s bands, and like I think they're around maybe in the early 2000s too, um, where people kind of big, uh, people that are in the know will big up them, and it's like one of those. Like, like I said, I've seen the name before, was kind of familiar, but uh, now this has my interest peaked in a way. Right. Yeah, like maybe opens us up the further you know uh, inspection. Yeah, on, uh, take out that jeweler mon- monocle. Yeah. yeah, exactly. All right, next batch, we have number 80, Burn. With their self-titled record "Burn," uh, 1990 on Revelation Records. They're from Brooklyn, New York, baby. Going up against number 64, Armia Legenda, 1991 on Wifon Records from it's a Polish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good luck with those, uh, Connor. <laughs> we get to those. Those Polish, Polish label names. I'll do my darndest. Uh, I mean. I'm very familiar with Burn. I'm not like a huge, huge fan, but I think uh, in the early '90s they are like a important, um, like New York hardcore band. We'll say you see those T-shirts a lot. Yep, and a classic logo, um, cool sound, and I know some of them went on to do uh, Orange Nine Millimeter, which is kind of an important band. Uh, a very important tour, unfortunately, was I think it was Sick of It All, Orange Nine Millimeter, and Corn, that was one of the early so corn. Funny. Like, you know, sick of it all. So, if you want to blame anyone for corn, maybe sick of it all. Thank could you. Be blamed. Uh, Armia is. They started in the eighties. I think their first record was eighty seven. Uh, singer, yeah. Like, uh, man, it's tough. There's a lot you could say about. Yes, them. They're like a yes. hardcore band. They're like they got cross elements. They also use a French horn, apparently. They I guess use, that's what that they is. They use a lot of forbidden instruments. Yeah. Their, their, their <laughs> singer used to be in another good Polish band, Sikiera. You know, they're connected to the, what I think is a great scene from Poland in the, like, mid to late 80s. But, yes, the one thing they're known for is doing a lot of shit that hardcore punk bands typically don't. In addition, you know, obviously there's a language barrier here, but I know a lot of their lyrics are very, like, concerned with mythology or otherwise, like, I guess you'd say lofty or epic scale topics that are not standard although i think they do have a political edge too and mm-hmm. even on their 80s records it's like it's still hardcore but there's a lot more going on musically than uh typically one would typically expect yeah i feel like from this region it's kind of hard to not have if you're doing punk in any sort of form to not have some sort of like major message That's, because yes. like of just geographically the location i mean yeah. poland yeah. fuck yeah <laughs> 
So um, we're going to take this away. We're going to go with Tim. Now, Tim and Tyler are quite Polish. Yeah. So I yes. hope that doesn't skew Uh-oh. us. Yeah, well, true. Yeah, you might you just called me out there because I went with Armia. I want to hear Jake. I want, Jake, I think you should go next. Yeah. You know, I, I had a grandmother whose parents came from Poland. Uh, it does not bias me in favor at all because uh, they, they were Jewish. So, you know, how that goes. Uh, but I'm going to go Armia as well. It's a hat trick here, folks. I'm going Armia. And it's not <clears> – <throat> the record is really cool. I, I need to also revisit it again. But my initial reaction was just like, what is this? Versus Burn – it's like this is a cool record, but it's not like what I necessarily want from like New York hardcore because it's kind of leaning into like almost an alt rock kind of thing. I, I, I would say. I mean, if you'll allow me to, you know, chop up a sacred cow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a lot. Go for uh, it, brother. I thought this burn record was like one of the worst records on the list. Mm. I hated it, and I feel like there's not a lot of bad records on. This is a pretty good Dude, list overall. I, I would say. I don't know if it's one of my least favorites on. Li- no, I. I've never, like, dug this record. I've never understood it because people have, who like a bunch of other shit I like, have been hyping it up for a long time. To me, it it's, sounds like kind of like a New York hardcore type music, and then the singer is, I want to say, kind of ripping off Henry Rollins with his vocal phrasing and delivery, not even his delivery, but the spoken word thing, like that yeah. era of Rollins. Yeah. And it just, it doesn't, it doesn't work for me. It, and I can't tell, it's like, it's trying to be a little more more erudite than this sort of stuff typically is. For me, it doesn't really pull it off. Uh, if we're chopping up a sacred cow here, you know, I know we're not going to talk about winners too much. But if you think we're chopping up a sacred cow, I know you have not heard that Armia record. Because if you did, you might not like it, but you would understand why oh, we I had mean, a strong reaction yeah. in its favor. Yeah, oh, for sure. I mean, it really is. It's like I've, I feel like I've never heard anything even remotely... Yeah. similar to that before, well there so. you have it yeah i'm glad we burned them honestly no hate on that band on a personal level but no, it is, it is no. such a sacred cow like someone has to address this and if you disagree tell us why because i'm genuinely curious like, i don't get i'm not it. hearing yeah. it either i genuinely yeah. don't get it revelation records that we might got, have we got we had, well we this is the revelation the here revelation yeah. sucks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right next round we have number 63 sds Scum System Kill, 1996 on Mangrove Records. They are from Japan. Uh, going up against number 83, Deformed Conscience, Constant Strife, 1993 on Adversity Records, and they are from Torrington, Connecticut. So um, I'm sure like you and Jake and Tim have are familiar with SDS to some degree, if not from hearing it, from seeing a patch of it. Uh and then Deformed Conscience, this was a new one for me. Same and, here. I mean, them being from Connecticut, I mean. Seems I think to be a lot of Connecticut bands on this decent, list. Connecticut had, an, I think, an interesting scene in the 90s. Um, so that's cool that they're getting a little bit of a. <clears throat> a lot of crust came out of Connecticut. Yeah, a ton of crust did. Well, I mean, think about it. It wasn't a disrupt from around there. They're from Rhode they're Island. From, they're from. Uh, oh, right. Or no, they're from Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Oh, I thought they were from Connecticut. But regardless, that region would, that region had a had its like you know crust uh, element, I would say, uh, and it was uh I don't know it was, it was interesting. To, it's cool to hear something that I had never heard of before. You know, in a way, like this list has a bunch of stuff. This kind of feels like the Pusshead list I mean, in a way, where it's like I'm hearing a bunch of stuff that I, mean, I don't know if it's like, um, like 
essential, but it's very cool. I would say that the uh, the deformed conscience record is almost uh, grind adjacent. Yeah, yeah almost. I think so. Yeah, it's probably like that disrupt influence. Tip, though, yeah, you know? yeah. Well, you guys ready for your judgments? Yes. All right, Jake, take it away. I'm going to SDS. Me, deformed conscience. And I picked deformed conscience. Okay. A little upset here as well. I'll I'll tip tip my hand and say I'm biased here to some degree because SDS was one of the earlier, like, Japanese hardcore bands I got into. Definitely, I think, like, the first one that wasn't, like, direct from the 80s, like, later Uh one. And uh, I really like this record. There were things about it you guys didn't like that I liked. And really, I'm just talking about one thing, and it's a stupid thing that the vocalist did. Yeah, so the, uh, the first yeah, song, it when rolls. I listened to it, I was like, I listened to The Form Conscious, and I was like, this, that was really sick. The Form Conscious, very fast, raging, like, DB crust, and kind of almost, I don't want to say uh, street punk, but it has, like, a, it's like a punky edge to it. Yeah. Um, and that's cool. It's not really metal. It's got, I would call it swagger. Yes. Um and then it was like the first SDS song was like this is pretty cool. And then the second song, the these very weird annoying vocals yeah, like came weird, in. Yeah, like weird, like screechy kind of. I was like, I immediately was just like, no, I can't, I can't do this, yeah. man. I'd say maybe That's if it was me, a dog. maybe it was a different SDS record, I would have voted for it's them. Very possible. Because like I, <clears throat> as much as I liked the deformed conscience stuff, I don't really remember what it what the individual songs sound like. I just remember the vibe and the vibe is great. So that's a, that's mm-hmm. one of those things where it's like sometimes at the end of the day, if the vibes are a little bit off, that's where I'm going to vote. But like if I'm able to remember songs, regardless if I'm like familiar or not familiar with it, <clears throat> that's where I'm like inevitably maybe going to lean towards. Well, I think you come across with this record label. Yeah. I think there's a lot of that like, seven inch dollar bin banger kind of shit yeah or it's like it you listen to it you're like god damn hell yeah or like you see a band live like that set was sick but you might not remember it yeah that's a lot of this i mean mm-hmm. not not even saying that in a bad way because no. i actually like the fact that seeing bands like grind bands or like just like fast punk bands and shit it's like a visceral experience i like that it's happening in the moment mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily need to make me keep thinking about it because I like yeah. that momentary like experience. You're right. Mm-hmm. This list is chock full of what you just described. Right. That's like maybe because right where the dude made the list from. He's like thinking of bands that he probably yeah, yeah. saw live and liked or something. And like, you know, like you said, like the record. Yeah. Ready for the next round? Yeah, uh-huh. sir. OK. We have number 77 out cold with their self-titled out cold 1994 on Lowell Records. They are from Dracut, Massachusetts, and that is going up against 84, which is Battalion of Saints A.D. Hell is Around the Corner, 1995 on Tang Records from San Diego, California. So, I mean, uh, listener, uh, we, we actually, someone requested a legacy of Alcohol. Yes, we should do that. We should do that, but Alcohol, I would say, formed late 80s, 89, 88, or something like that, and mm-hmm. they are like a band that has been doing we'll say like 80s hardcore since the beginning since the beginning in, in since the, the beginning of, like, of the 90s it may not send it may not sound exactly like poison idea or something like that but they have the like they have a very specific formula and style and for the most part they stuck to it like their entire career yeah there's a little bit of a variance i'm noting this because you hear it on this first album like this first album especially 
you hear it it has that 80s ushc sound which was not in vogue at this point in the 90s but you also hear and this was a little bit more in vogue in the 90s this record specifically it's got a little bit of that like scum rock thing happening on some yes. of the songs. There's a little bit of like an anti- Gigi Allen shit. Anti scene Gigi Allen rock mm-hmm. and roll kind of dwarves. Like I think they played with Gigi Allen, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I mean, with that. if they were from Massachusetts, yeah, you know, it, that that did. was kind of in the air, and you hear it on this record especially. Later on, they distilled it more down. They got like faster and stuff. But uh, uh, Battalion Saints AD. I mean, if you can believe it, folks, it's. Uh, this Battalion of Saints, which is a classic. Who 80s. were also on the Pusshead list. They were. One of my favorite 80s American hardcore bands. What did they do with this, with uh, Battalion Saints AD? What, the, they put this seven engine on yeah. like that album out, like the cuts yeah. or whatever? We listened to, to the album before. It's good. The oh, Battalion of Saints AD yeah, stuff Reunion is Retribution. Good. We listened oh, yeah. to that cuts album. Shit. No, this stuff is good. You guys ready? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. All right. Um, you know what? Tim. Actually, no. Tyler. Hmm. Well, folks, I'm going with Out Cold. Jake? I'll go Out Cold, too. Mm. I would have picked Out Cold. Bam. I almost went Battalion of Saints. It is a great single, but I just think Out Cold, again, the metrics are going to keep changing. They're they're an important band, I think, and underrated how important they are. I now, fucking love the Battalion of Saints, though, and I, I yeah. do love this record, too. It, it does, like, hold up. Listening to it side by side with their classic records that I love. The uh, the B side song is pretty catchy. It was better than I was expecting it to be. I forgot we I forgot the Battalion Saints AD. We did that Battalion Saints AD. And we liked it. Well, it's funny because that record, the the album they put out after, like that's like a more like on the like the D beat tip. I yeah, feel like yeah. this this single was more like a melodic in a way. Yeah, like almost like an uh, an offspring ish. Yeah, of it had like some anthemic like kind of yeah. qualities to it and it was good it was very very good i liked it it's just i think out cold scratches like they have a very specific itch that they scratch and they yeah, do it really mean. really well but yeah battalion of saints just gonna show some love to them one more time because i do think important thing about them you said that album they did as battalion of saints ad is kind of on a dv tip they're in many ways like the forebearers of that stuff in america they were one of the oh them and crucifix were like bands in the u.s who Took a lot of influence from Discharge. And oh, like, for sure. So they laid the groundwork for all that fucking raw punk, spiky shit in in many ways. I think, but got to give them their flowers. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, ready for the next one? Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. So for our next matchup, we have number twenty three. Talk is poison. Straight to hell. Nineteen ninety eight on Prank Records. They are from Oakland, California. Going up against number fifty eight. Universal Order of Armageddon. Uh, city 1993 on vermin scum from baltimore maryland so um i'd heard universal order of armageddon as like i've seen that name like a ton on like old flyers and stuff like that and i'd also seen i've i've i i do not think i ever heard of talk is poison i actually thought this was going to be a japanese band because that name sounds japanese Right. Yeah, no. Actually, I did a, too. Yeah. That might be a Japanese band t- song title. Might be like Hero or something like that. I think I knew they were from America. See, I've, I've, I had heard of Talk is po- Poison before. I've been hearing about them for years, but this is my first but, time listening to it. Um, they are related to a band that we will talk about later, Cop Out. One of the members of Cop Out um, like moved to Oakland and they started this band. I forgot his name. And members of Cop Out um, went on to form His Hero's Gone. 
along with uh, some other members from, I think, Tennessee with like another band. Um, History Was Gone is very interesting. Can't wait to talk about them next episode. But uh, let's, uh, you want to just get voted? Tim, why don't you take it away? Uh, I went Talk is Poison. I went Talk is Poison as well. I'm going to go with their shit, too. I, I talk as poison. It's it's a pretty sick, like, mean, yeah, well-rounded punk hardcore record. It's the, pretty aggressive, yeah. It sounds real aggro. The drums sound fucking aggro. Universal Order of Armageddon plays, I think, just a style of music that I, generally speaking, don't like very much, although there maybe were some examples of it on here that I like. Like, I don't know. How would you describe that thing? I know I'm bad They're, with these 90s I mean, subgenres. I know. It's not good to use, you know, uh, deprecating terms, but I'd say I feel like annoying. I found it annoying. Yeah. yeah you know? it's. I know what you mean, Jake. There's stuff where they they do a similar style to, like, some of the other stuff that we will hear and talk about on this. I would consider it, like, post-hardcore-y screamo, I guess. The not drum- necessarily, like, it's not soft, by any means no but it's but it's also not it's not like talk is poison where it's kind of raging well i would i would rather it be soft because if you're going to do what they're doing like at least do it softly yeah it won't hurt as much yeah like maybe that's the (laughs) word it's like instead of annoying but it gets like abrasive no i think annoying is the right word yeah i think (laughs) i think the drums are too loud on it too like and like the guitar sound and this is not the only record here that's guilty of this but i don't like the guitar tone. I realize some of that is just technology and lo-fi, and I don't fault anybody for anything, but there's a lot of thin guitars on this list, yeah. I feel hey, like. That's, that's 90s that's for you, I know, I know, production. I know. Boys, sounds like we got to rename their record from city to shitty. <laughs> Ready for the next round? Yes, sir. All right. Also, don't don't be afraid. I just want to put this out here for our listeners. It's like you, There might be a couple records you love on here that we're going to Take yeah. a big steaming shit on. You could argue with us too. I, I don't mean, know why. Yeah, you would send, it, send us your hate mail yeah. if you disagree. I don't know why you'd bother. Like it's we're just it's my dumbass opinion. We're if just you feel some the need guys to do that, that are do. dumb. Yeah, <laughs> just some assholes who have opinions about stuff. Yeah. All right. Next round, we have number sixty-six, Uncurbed, Peace, Punk, Love, Life, and Other Stories, nineteen ninety-eight on Sound Pollution. They are from uh, Vesta, Sweden. Uh, going up against number one, Judgment, No Reason Why, 1996 on HG Fact, and they're from Tokyo, Japan. I mean, the fact that it's Japan and Sweden is how you know it's going to be a tough matchup. Those tough. are those are like heavyweight hitter yeah. countries yeah, for hardcore. Yeah, you got Tyson and Holyfield I, and shit. I actually yeah. thought this matchup was kind of easy. Really? That sucks. I mean, well, I, I, knowing here's you, the, I know now, why. Here's I the thing. I thought this would be very easy, maybe in a different way reason from you i, I thought too. this was going to be very easy going in but very quickly learned it is not now judgment uh for those that don't know it uh it is like probably one of my favorite bur- like i would con- if, oh, that's if you wanted spirits. me to ask yeah. what what is burning spirits some people might say bastard some people might say death side personally i would say this i, I would, would say sh- judgment 100 percent. and like for me personally i would show you probably this record specifically like, i would especially since it is a single it's like Here's a all, quick introduction of what all this they is all they have about. is like singles. I think. Yeah, no, I know, and that's what's great. That's what's kind of good, but kind of the yeah, downside like of this band. Every record has like two songs. Two songs. I would, I would say the pro. Like, I mean, all of their, all of theirs are good. I mean, there are ones that are like more like the Haunt in the Dark, uh, single and the Process EP. Process EP is like, I would, I would per if there are some choices on here that can put where it's like, I'm good with this band. 
I would just pick a different record, and I would say for me personally, process because that was the first thing I heard from Judgment. Um, but Uncurbed, I had never heard of before, and I, I thought they See, were when I first heard them. I thought they were Japanese. I that always, happened a lot to me on this list too. I just remember seeing the Uncurbed name everywhere, and I think I just for some reason was like, oh, uh, you know, generic discharge, yeah, something band or like something. That. But uh, was not the case. Uh, I actually found well. Let's see if we have enthusiasm for Uncurbed or a better judgment for Judgment. Yes. Tyler, take it away. I went with Uncurbed. Jake? I, I got to go Judgment. Man. I went Uncurbed. Ooh. Okay. This is an upset, okay. folks. Even though Judgment is number one. Again, we got to remember. This was a no order. No, yeah. no real order or ranking. But when I thought it was in a ranking, though. I was like, that's a fine that's pick. A fine pick. I, any given well, one of those judgments think singles about, I think is perfect. Think like, about Pusshead's list. His number one was the discharge. The, uh, fight back. Fight back. Well, the numbers discharge. are purely just. So we can keep it's track. It's not for like show. a grade at all. Yeah, so it's easy. I want to hear list. your opinion on what guy, because I know how much you love judgment. I love judgment. It's just, this is a pretty good record. I think the B side isn't as good as the A side. Um, Dude, the clean guitars and shit are fucking. I love it, but, but Uncurbed is really good. It's a totally Uncurbed I'm not mad. Does like it's they do a bunch of stuff. I would say I don't want to talk about it too too much because we're gonna talk about sure. it again. But Uncurbed does like it's fast DB, and then they also rock. Yes, and I, that I think I was very that. important. And that's because good, good of vocals Sweden. too. Sweden just yeah, has very the good rock, vocals. Man. Uh, but the judgment stuff is like I don't want to. I'm not trying to say I would recommend if anyone had never heard Judgment before, listen to everything. They are an incredible band. No one I think lost here because they no, were not really. less than. <clears throat> no, no, they're definitely. I'd say they're on equal equal footing. You know, I, I would say it just it's not my favorite Judgment stuff, and ultimately Judgment. I don't want to say they're one note, but they don't have a long like a long long release. So we don't get to hear, yeah, like how a full album would a maybe. full album would sound, which is a very unfortunate, or even an EP, you know, yeah. like if it was like even four. Or Were five some songs. of the members in Chicken Bowels? I think so. I think, I think they're so. ex Chicken Bowels. That's a classic. I mean, underrated. That's a classic. Underrated. Um, EP. Underrated band that it put rules. out a couple. That shit rules. Truly schizophrenic people overhearing someone being like Chicken Bowels. Now that's good. That's good. <laughs> good Chicken I Bowels. No I love what they sound about. like. They sound so good. It's like, oh, what are they doing with them? Chicken Bowels. All right, next round. Next round. Okay. We. I will say already, folks. We have a couple upsets. I would say. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. You know? Yeah. We have number fifty-four, Union of Uranus, Disaster by Design, nineteen ninety-five on Great American Stake Religion. They are from Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Going against number 20, Craig Shot, Matt Miss Brucarne, 1999 on Sound Pollution, and they are from Stockholm, Sweden. And we got I got two sound. Was that blast with Uncurbed on Sound Pollution? Yeah, I think yes. so, yeah. Two Sound Pollution records and Great Sound Pollution. Record Incredible record yeah. label. Put out a ton of foreign stuff, too. But uh, for those that don't know, I believe one of the members of um, Hell Nation, uh, Ran Sound Pollution, as you would see some of a bunch of the early Hell Nation stuff and maybe most of the Hell Nation stuff that has been put out by Sound Pollution. If you're unfamiliar, definitely a great label to check out. So now, were you guys all familiar with both bands or just Krigshot or Familiar? I mean, me, I was familiar with both bands. Um, I wasn't familiar with either band. I just knew of Krigshot. Okay. Uh, Union of Uranus um, 
I, I mostly know them because they're related to the, um, I believe one of them runs or ran Great American Sacred Religion. I forgot his name. But he also, one of the members joins, going back to it, uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about him a lot. His hero is gone. Uh, so that was like an interesting, I would consider them kind of like a screamo, screamo-y yeah. hardcore band. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is an interesting record because that record is a two seven inches, which is such a 90s I mean, thing unheard of in this day and no age. one would ever do that we if you do if that you su- if you suggested that to someone now they would they would laugh, they would probably laugh so in your fucking face wasteful yeah. and like, we should do it two yeah do two flexies two is, flexies. It, is it double flex well i said on the last episode a gatefold seven inch would be such a yeah. funny thing <laughs> you guys dude, wanna... i mean i have i kind of have i have like a gatefold flexi like, dude, that one from Youth Attack, I forgot what the band is, but, like, there's one where it's, the design is insane, and it's a fucking flexi. We'll talk about it later. It's a good idea. Well, you guys want to yeah, cast yeah, judgment? Absolutely. Yeah. All right, throw some stones, brothers. Tim, go for it. Uh, I went uh, Craig Shot. I went Uranus. I'm going Craig Shot. Okay. Mm, I, I, I mean, figured. I sort of assumed Craig Shot was going to be unanimous, so I'm interested on... I no, I just I mean, like this kind of style. Like I I will say, um, out of the three of us, I do like this kind of sound the most. You're talking about Union of Uranus, Union of Uranus, okay. and the more screamo-y adjacent kind of bands um, that we will maybe hear later, like uh, or like an Orchid. See, uh, some of the ones we're gonna hear later, I actually distinctly remember liking a lot, and a lot at least a lot more than I expected. This record, I honestly is another one I don't remember very clearly. I want to say it was another one that I would classify as annoying. I this list I'm less biased against <laughs> that stuff than I used to be. I think for sure because some of it I do like, but I also I, I don't know. I, I didn't think remember it that vividly. Craig Shot wasn't one that jumped out at me super hard either, but I remember it fucking ripping and being good. Yeah, it's a ripper. I, I just like the furious, you know, Swedish D beat, you know, C beat almost. Yeah, even. they're so cold there. They're like, we got to get this over with, man. Yeah. I would I would say it's it's interesting with the his heroes gone connection because you kind of like as so one of the members of Cop Out which we will talk about later and and as we said talk is poison and now Union of Uranus um, I think if you his hear his heroes gone and you hear this you kind of get where maybe some of the more epicy kind of stuff eventually the guy was an original member of. His hero's gone. He joined like in like ninety six or ninety seven, but like you kind of hear where it comes from, and I think that the screamo-y element is. Um, no, that's what. No, I get what you say. That's what's tough for me about some of the screamo stuff. Like pretty much all of it has shit that I do like yeah. a lot. Specifically that epic stuff. You know, like I fucking love tragedy. Yep. Like I'd like. I'm down with some of that shit that even some other people might not like. But I think so for you, it's you, a it's, condiment to another part versus like you don't want just that shit i feel like you also don't really like the vocals that that's that is what i was gonna say if if once you an orchid actually would be an example is if you take screamo and make it like heavy instead of screechy even if it is a heavy on the epic shit that that i could hang with that some of the screeching it's just i i'm cool with screechy vocals for other things it just for me it doesn't work with like being epic Mm. or whatever Mm. all right well next round we have Number 36, Gordon Soley Motherfuckers, Chair Shot Politics, 1998 on River of Fu- River on Fire. 
They are from Cleveland, Ohio, going against number 85, CFDL, Atrocity Exhibition, 1990 on Yappy Corps and Standard of Rebellion, and they are from Japan. Now, we uh, talked about, it's interesting, it's another CFDL appeared on our previous list uh, with the, the Slap, Slap a Ham one. Uh, they did a split with Spaz, I believe. Which I believe got universally, um, you know, <laughs> shitted on. It was like poorly things. reviewed. Yeah, I remember this bad. one. This one was better, much I better. Think, yeah. uh, and CFDL is uh, stands for uh, Crazy Fucked Up Daily Life, which yep. I believe comes from a Disorder song or something. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this I, I like this much more than I previously liked it. It reminded me very much of Extreme Noise Terror. I yeah, with like maybe the that. dual yeah. vocals. The dual vocals. Yeah. I thought that was cool. And I, then, I like the dual vocals too. I mean, and uh, folks of us who have ever listened to the podcast, you probably have heard of our praise of not only Gordon Sully motherfuckers, but, but all Cleveland. of their related bands and Cleveland bands yeah. from including that era. Including the band that I, <laughs> including H100s, who uh, I would pick their record over this record. But there's also the, the other Gordon Soli record, uh, the 10 Inch is better, but I believe that was from 2000. Yeah. Maybe even 2001. So this yeah. would be the one to put here. Yep. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jake. I'll go Gordon Soli for this one. I am going Gordon Soli. It's a sweep for Gordon Soli. I, yeah, I kind of, even I though. I knew for you, I was, a, I was, I would bank on Gordon. I mean, I will say this about that record: uh, yeah. the recording on it is not very good. Not good. I would, I no. would. That's the only the the only caveat to why Gordon wins over CFDL is the songs are gr- are great. They have great songs. The recording just truly does not do it justice, unfortunately. And I, if it came down to production, I would choose one hundred percent CFDL. But it's just. There's a lot of this kind of like crusty stuff on this list, and I hear I've heard I definitely heard a lot of it. It became kind of like a din almost after I'll say a while. This, though, if you use extreme noise terror to describe something, you perk my ears up. It makes it's me good. immediately want to it. It's not like I said. It's with a lot of these records, they're not bad. It's more just like going back to what I said earlier. It's like I remember uh, songs easier if I can. There's records touchy. similar to that CFDL one on here that, that are much do it better, better. Whereas Gordon and Soli are kind of in a league of their own. Mm-hmm. Although for what it's worth, I, I for me H100s is a big omission on this list. But they also that band wasn't around very long. I don't know that they were super significant in the way that some of the related bands are. Yeah. I'll say this: it kind of seems my like favorite. at least just based on this list, the '90s in general. Goddamn, so many good fucking ripping punk bands yeah, going. Man. Yeah. Because if you're, it's almost like a good problem to have. Like, damn, there's so many good bands. I got you. Got to really stand out, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Right. CFDL. I feel like that's another thing. CFDL. CFDL is just kind of like a. You know, they're. I. I feel like they. They. They just feel kind of ho hum for like a Japanese hardcore. Well, it's band. probably yeah. like things. a noise Japanese noise punk band. Yeah. Or like one of those things where it's like you ain't upset to see him live, but you're probably not necessarily gonna not gonna go out this of my would, way. To, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this would be it's like if this band was around where we were, and that'd be would be great. I would love it every day, every time. You know, I, I would love you know, it every day. Every day, I would love <laughs> it. If I had to see them I'd be every so day, so happy every day to know that band was from my area. Are you guys ready for the next one? Yep. Yes. Okay. We have number ninety-one, Cross Monuments, nineteen ninety-seven on Flat Earth. They are from Wigan, United Kingdom, uh, versus number 30, Nice View, self-titled Nice View, 1997 on Answer Records from Kasugai 
Aichi, Japan. So notably, Nice View was one of two records on here that we could not find on YouTube to listen to yeah. or anywhere else. Uh, so you, so you, the it. listener, no. might not have heard it. We did put it up on our YouTube channel. We, we found Nice View somewhere else, actually, on the internet. I'm not going to yeah. say where because this is hypothetical and it's entertainment and satire and all that other stuff I'm supposed to say. Uh, there is another 7-inch by Extinct Government that we did buy to hear it. Yeah. Um, and Crest, you guys played with Crest, didn't you? We, we played did. with Crest, and you were in the band. So. Right up the street, actually, too, uh, with uh, the Rosencrantz. What was, with, I had to ask, what was that fear. Like? The show? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it was interesting, honestly. I didn't watch them. I think I left. <laughs> Damn, man, Appalachian, I, I think Appalachian, Appalachian Terror Unit played, too. That's Whoa. right. They did. Yeah, I remember them touring together. I'm bummed I missed that show. Yeah. Ow. I, oh, I remember that now. What was the yeah. other local band that played? I don't know. No idea. I can't remember. What, like uh, Special Buddy Discount was it, or something? No, no way. It might have actually even been like Rotten, I was going to say. Probably. Yeah. James set it up, so. Um, so Rotten, most likely. Rotten, so most Chris, likely. James, hit, tell us. Who it was? If he, I don't think he listens, but Cress is there. You said they have a drum machine, right? They're yes. like, I mean, it sounded like it. They it definitely, they one. definitely do. They're definitely in that gloomy crust, like goth crust but space. Adding that industrial element, yeah, honestly, yeah. is pretty interesting. Nice Kinda views, anarcho-y. like nice views, like fast core. I would say, right? Pretty yes, straight down. Yes, I would, I would consider core. them kind of straight up fast yeah. core, like the so coming from the you know school of sob, school of sob. Not too much different than um. Fuck on, like a fuck on a beach or a Kong yeah. of Fury mm-hmm. or something. Yep. So. All right. Well, um, Tim, what do you think? I went Cress. Tyler? Cress. It's a sweep for Cress. Okay. This you know, is <laughs> mostly because it's just, at the end of the day, nice view. It's kind of generic, man. I think it didn't help that we had to go to some sort of lengths to hear it. Kind of hyped and it up And then it's like, bit. right, it's like not it's even. Like normal, it's just like normal ass fast girl. I, I, for what is worth... This Crest record is one of the ones I've been meaning to check this band out for years, and I didn't. And then now, I like this a lot. I'm I mean, let's check face it out it, more. We'll talk about it more later. Nice but. is the word you use to describe someone when there's nothing else actually good about them. <laughs> They're also Japanese, so who knows? But yeah, it it's I was especially also knowing that they were from Japan, I got my hopes up because, as we established, the bar is very high for hardcore punk in that country. Like, but it's not my preferred style of hardcore punk, and they didn't do an exceptionally good job of it. In my opinion, and I think our opinion. Yeah. I do like how ambitious the uh, Crass record was. Oh yeah, yes, that is, you know, that's, that's they were upset. putting right. themselves out there for sure. Well, we got our next batch, which is going to be number fifty-one, Integrity System Overload, nineteen ninety-four on Victory Records, from Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, going up against number eight, Warhead, Cry of Truth, nineteen ninety-one, self-released from Kyoto, Japan. Well, All right. I'll say this. Uh, I will admit, I am not. I uh, never been the biggest Integrity fan. Yeah, I understand. Um, that's very integritous of you to admit that. Yeah. Listen to this record though, and uh, I was like, oh wow, this is actually like you know pretty freaking good here. This yeah. is kind of one of their more. I don't. I guess I would say punker sounding albums, or it's it's more stripped down in some ways, or like a little faster on average. Yeah, yeah. I would say compared to the one previously. Yeah, like it's not like quite as like uh, less metalcore sounding, more uh, thrash metal for sure. And then um, or what was it? What's it up against? I'm sorry, Warhead, Warhead. Quiet Truth, Warhead. I mean, this is I have I got their a compilation of oh, their cool. ra- of some a bunch of their stuff, compilation LP. Uh, very cool Japanese, like, kind of Burning Spirits, 
like one again like a proto thing. It's, it's it's between burning spirits and maybe what we would now call like crust or raw punk. Although yeah. you probably wouldn't call it that at the time. Um, and this, I mean, I think it's a great it's a great band. It's one of those bands that kind of flies under people's radars. Um, so if you're a fan of Deathside, you know it's like one of the, it's like it's like a gimme. You should listen to Warhead if you've never heard of them. Before. Yep. All right. Well. I'm most interested to hear what your opinion is, so we're going to start with Jake first, then Tyler. Then Ooh, okay. Tyler. Okay. I, I got to go integrity. You know what I'm going to do. I know what you're going to say. It's integrity, baby. Yeah. I, I went integrity. Wow. Wow. Okay. I mean, I would even say I was like an integrity hater. No, yeah. you were. Yeah. You, yeah. you yeah. actively you, you were. were like, this is gay and like, I hate this it. This sucks so bad. But, I mean, integrity was like a band where, for me, I... I like so the first hardcore band I like hard capital H hardcore band I really liked I think maybe maybe it was sick of it all I guess but like in terms of like 90 stuff it was hate breed and then I then I was able to like appreciate a band like integrity and they became like probably my favorite like capital H hardcore band it's it's interesting it was up against warhead because I always even as a young person who was very biased like young young against capital H hardcore from somewhere on the internet, I had taken the cue to put Integrity in a league of their own, and oh no, that band's actually cool. Like, listen to their music with their own mind. You know why I did that? Because I heard that they were really into Japanese hardcore. Yes, it to- <laughs> it made me just decide like, oh no, those guys like you should judge their stuff. You needed the, the cosign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the fact that they were fuck, and it was interesting to me that a bunch of like hardcore guys would be into that stuff like i'd never encountered that so i was but you know got to show love the warhead it's the connection there's interesting yeah tim elaborate what what got you to change your uh i mean i will say i feel like with a lot of these japanese records i, I feel like sometimes they can run a little static you know what i'm yeah. saying like there's it, more there's it's kind of just like does a lot kind of yeah. I would say, you know well that's that's why i gotta give some props to judgment for only doing singles that's kind of yeah. yeah, there's something to be said for that. But uh, integrity, no. I mean, I like their. I mean, there were cool guitar leads on this record. Um, you know, they had good chuggy slammer parts. What do you uh, uh, What do you think of the title track? Uh, oh yeah, no, that song was yeah, that song was dope. Yeah, yeah that song fucking rules. And they have that great song. Uh, what is that? Uh, Armenian persecution or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Subject matter. Right. I don't think I've ever heard any other band except System of a Down cover. System yeah. of a Down. System Overload. Yeah. yeah. There hey, you go. Hey, they go. know something wake about up, that. Wake system. up, sheeple. <laughs> All right. On to the next. We have number sixty-nine. The Pissed. Ideas are bulletproof. Nineteen ninety-five on Elevator Music. They are from Connecticut. Going up against number forty. The Gaia. Uh, kick up ass. 1994 on Sunshine Sherbet Records, and they are from Japan, as if that sentence I just said wouldn't have clued you in. So this, this <laughs> right? is a tough one. I Can we take a quick break so I can go to the bathroom and sure, come sure. back? This, yep. this is a big one. So I'll give a little personal background on this. You know, I never went through a street punk phase like some people did. I don't think any of you guys did either. Nah. For whatever reason, when I was a teenager, I heard about the Pissed, and that was 
like the one street punk band I liked because I listened to them for some reason. And I've liked this. I have a copy of this record. I've liked this record a lot for a long time. The Gaia I had never even heard of. And uh, I went into this thinking like, well, I've, I've listened to the piss for a long time. Like, this should be pretty easy. Like, what is but that was not the case because I thought the Gaia was awesome. It sounds a lot like early gauze. Well, you guys want to? I would say I've never heard of. I've heard the Piss name. They just came out with a new record recently. Did some reunion shows. Um, the guy I had, I think I had heard of that. Heard of them? Maybe listened to one of their other records. Um, I know they had like a female singer. Maybe they're all women or something. I like think that, that it they is are, an yeah. all female. So that's cool. Um, and I'll, I'll just say it at that. I'll just leave it at that. I was unfamiliar with both bands. Okay. Well. Let's uh, get to it. Uh, why don't we go, uh, Tim? I said the uh, the pissed. I went the Gaia. I, I got to go with the Gaia. Okay. Crazy. Ooh, Rejecting upset. a record I liked for a long time in favor of something I just heard. But that Gaia record is high energy, great riffs. See, I, I don't, I'm not hearing it. You I, should listen that's to it. very weird. Yeah. But, it, uh, it bored the fuck out of me. That's crazy. I would say this is my, I may be somewhere in the middle where um, I listened to the pissed and I got, I'm going to be honest, some of these records, I didn't listen to all of them because this is, there were 72 records we had to listen to. I also listened to some of the buys because we didn't have the matchups. Uh, and uh, on this past Thursday, my AT&T decided to uh, not have internet. So I wasn't able to do all the matchups I wanted to do uh, that day. Um, and the pissed after about five or six songs, I went, Oh, this is what they they do. I will yeah. okay. I will say All upon right. revisiting that again. I've been a fan of this record a long time. Upon revisiting it, it is a little too long for what is pretty consistently mid tempo street punk. I mean, the unique thing with them is you can hear the lyrics really well, and the lyrics are smarter than most street punk lyrics. Yeah, but it it's it's a little long for what it is. They were yeah. both too long, honestly. But, but, yeah, I'm and the guy is a two a, another double seven inch. So I mean. I think one a one seven inch from the Gaia would have maybe saved. I probably it. would have been okay. with I'm that, surprised you, know? you dislike that Gaia record so much, Tim. I it you sound it's it like did remind me of Gauze a bit. Yeah. So I, and that's why I did like. I mean, it's, I'm not saying that the Gaia is bad necessarily, but um, it, I think there was a lot of stuff where if you put it up against the Pissed, I would pick it because I just thought that record was pretty boring. All right. Well, this guy over here, Tim, doesn't like it. It's but pissed. they won <laughs> and is pissed. Next round, we have number 97, DS-13, Aborted Teen Generation, 1998 on Busted Heads Records. They are from Umea, uh, Sweden, <clears throat> going up against number 16, Wolfpack, Lycanthropunk, 1998 on Distortion Records, and they are from Stockholm, Sweden. Yeah, so the Clash of the Swedes. And uh, I am, as I mentioned previously on the previous episode, uh, I did a whole episode about this 7-inch with First 7-inch Club. Uh, DS-13, or otherwise known as Demon System 13. Um, I think that was a kind of a big band. They were. In yeah. this er in this big area, band. in this kind of yeah. scene. Oh, that yeah. kind of like raging. For uh, early, you know, probably early 2000s. Yeah. yeah, I mean. Even when I started going to shows like maybe 06, 07, like, yeah, I saw a lot of That shit was DS a must-have in, like, people's record I think they put out, um, I mean, I, I said this on the first 7 Club episode. If you see a band with Pusset artwork, it's probably good. Probably legit. What? They are. So, uh, and like, like Wolfpack, 
Uh, for those that don't know, they had they the band prior to Wolf Brigade. Um, familiar with them, and this surprised me a lot. So, you know, what do you, what do you, what about you, Jake? Are you familiar? Were you familiar with all these? I I uh, DS thirteen I hadn't listened to in forever. I revisited for this Wolf Brigade. I was quite familiar with their later records. This early one I had not listened to before. Mm-hmm. I'll say right now, I think their later stuff with the different name is better, but I, I like that stuff a lot, mm-hmm. and I, I did like this a lot, too. All right. Well, you mm-hmm. want to take it away? All right, Jake, why don't you go first? Uh, I'll go Wolfpack. I'm going to go DS-13. I am going to say DS-13 because okay. I hate Arena Crust. So. Okay. You're more of a, I'm gonna uh, be... uh, like a pool hall kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. Here's, here's yeah. the upset, folks. I wrote down Wolfpack. It's interesting. But I changed my mind literally. I will say this record of theirs, I don't like half as much as the later stuff, which is maybe even more like arena y, but the songs are also like better, catchier, et cetera. Yeah, like these, these, uh, something about the Wolfpack stuff just did not sit well with me. I like, I really like the Wolfpack stuff, but I think, and maybe it's just because I listened to this, right? This, Aborted Teen Generation a hundred times. It's got really good songs. It as a seven inch, it's like almost perfect in terms of like scope of different songwriting and stuff like that. Like like Canthropunk, I think it's it it's not I wouldn't call it necessarily Stadium Crust because it doesn't seem as polished as it could be. And I think, I think more it, polished stuff is better, honestly. Uh, I, I like would probably agree how, with that. Yeah. <laughs> I like I just liked it a lot, but I think the DS thirteen is like, as uh, just a that's they do something really good, I think overall, and it's just like fast and raging and they kind of have blast beat sometimes I think too and I don't know. For right. me, this, this came down to like personal preference kind of stuff. Sure. I, you could you be know, a lone wolf with wise. this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no pack with you. Kind of really bringing it today. Yeah, with the puns. It's the only thing I care about. He's just ripping those puns. Next round, we have number 90, Devoid of Faith, Slow Motion Enslavement, 1997 on Coalition Records. They're from Albany, New York. Going up against number 96, DSB, Wings Continue to Strive with Unchanged Minds. I wonder where it's from. No, no, it's Unchanged Mind. Oh, I'm sorry. Wings Continue to Strive with Unchanged Mind. I wonder what country it's from, Connor. Mm. 1998 on Bloodsucker Records from, you guessed it, Shinjuku, Japan. <laughs> no. <laughs> no way. This is a, I think, I think both these records are very cool. And uh, for those that aren't familiar with Devoid of Faith, I think more people should be. Um, like classic late 90s, mid early mid 90s, like Albany hardcore band. And uh, some of them went on to form, I forgot, who's the guy who runs... He does, uh, I forget his name, Nate, Nate from, uh, he does Gloom Records, which if you can guess it, I believe is based off the band Gloom, which is also on this list. Uh, he played, he eventually ended up being in The Oath uh, with good old Mark McCoy, who you probably should be familiar with. Um, and DSB, I don't think I'd ever heard before. Really? Yeah, but I was very, I'm very familiar with The Void of Faith. It's but yeah, DSB is I would say very representative, like Burning Spirit stuff. The Void of Faith, I I was we listened to both these today actually, uh, in the car and um The Void of Faith it's very like representative of hardcore punk at that time. Like it's got a few different influences that are all like very of the time. 
There's some blast beats on there, but not the whole time. But also kind of some like moshier, like you that know, too. Yeah, angry parts. You want to weigh in, then, gentlemen? Yeah. All right. Why don't we go, Tyler? I'm going with Devoid of Faith. Tim. Uh, I am gonna pick DSB. I'm going DSB. I think it's okay. it's not like my all-time absolute favorite Burning Spirit stuff, but it's definitely above bar. It's it's. Yeah. I think it's very very good. Yeah. Devoid well, of faith, um, you know. I mean, again, not a bad record. No, it's not just comparatively. You know, again, listen, DSB. Yeah. It's like ah, I can't. I Listening can't. to them side by side, it was an effective. Like devoid of faith, I'm hearing, and I'm like, this is good. This is pretty good. But by the end of it, I was like ready for it to be done. It's like I'm feeling like I'm dragging a little bit. Now, granted, I was dragging today for other reasons related to uh, Rust Belt Ripper Fest that we played last night. But despite all of that. As when DSB cut on it, like I perked right up, like that fucking, because that's what that fucking Japanese like burning spirit yeah. shit does. It's supposed to do it gets you fucking hyphy, like dude. you so poignantly pointed out. It's like that epic anime fucking like hell yeah, the good yeah, guy yeah, finally yeah. won. You <laughs> Actually, know? Yeah, that is like kind of a good way to look at it. Like, yeah, it's just it's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. uplifting fucking. He finally got to that level that he needed. To I was yeah. I also don't doubt for for like Albany people, upstate people around here. I don't doubt like that. If you saw Devoid of Faith, it was probably really sick. I could tell they were probably awesome yeah. live, and it, it is a good record. Did they put out anything else? Do you guys know? Yeah, they put out a bunch of records. I w- I'm going to check out their other records. I'm curious to hear more. Yeah. All right. I'd recommend well, it. You ready for the next one? Yep. All right. We got number 31, Neurosis, Word as Law, 1990 on Lookout Records. They are from Oakland, California, and they are going up against eight number 87, Extinct Government, Wankers, 1997 on Overthrow Records, and they are from Japan. So, Yep, right. a record, one of the records we had. Actually, the one record I had to buy a physical copy of because I could not could find not, it. Could not, like, yep. nowhere yes. on the internet. And Neurosis, I mean, people should be looking, should be familiar with this band. They should be familiar uh, with their the, the crimes, the one guy. Oh, yes. Uh, but, uh, I mean, this band had been around since the late 80s. Uh, I think I think this may be their first full length. This is their second one. Second full length. Yeah. Um, and they kind of changed. I I would say this isn't representative of like what they sounded like, but it's kind of like you hear the influences that they eventually formed and merged into the neurosis well, sound. I guess. What I don't understand is like I listen I listen to this record and then I like look it up on the internet and it's like. Oh, hardcore crossover thrash, and it's like yeah. I am not hearing that at all. On so this. I liked the Neurosis one better. I think I heard, and I'm I should revisit it. But years ago, I listened to some of their later stuff and didn't care for it. I will revisit this one. I enjoyed more than I thought I would. I someone can tell me if I'm fucking smoking crack or, n- or not, but like one of my thoughts was that it reminded me of the Rollins band, and I liked that mm. about it. No, I think that's a fair That's uh, really assessment. weird. It's No, it's got some groovy, like, pentatonic riffery that, like, would track with the time that it came out, I, yeah. I, I guess. Like, uh, you know I what? I would say it. Rollins band through Amoebics. That's a good way to put it. There yeah. we go, yeah. All right. And that sounds good to me. Well, let's see how your guys' neuroses manifest. Tim, go first. Uh, I want extinct government. Neurosis. I'll go with the extinct government record. It's hard. I liked Neurosis much more than I expected to, but 
extinct government. Yeah, I, that record actually rips. I'll give him props for this. Like, given how, what a rigmarole it was to get the record. Yeah. If I wasn't like disappointed in it, that's a feat. Now you need. I mean, you, you just did it because he wanted to give like another reason to like justify the twenty dollar purchase of the record. <laughs> no. I will say I listened to some of their other records that were better. Yes. They, the one other one that was they have well, well the problem is they have like four records and they're all called, called extinct, extinct government. government so. <laughs> They, they sound like the exploited, but like more ripping, like a little tighter. This one I, I feel weird about. I liked that neurosis I liked, record. I liked neurosis. I liked it a lot more than I thought because, like I said, it, 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 I thought it sounded like Amoebix. I think the biggest problem with it overall would be the production in that it has that like weird late 80s like production where, like, even though it came out in 1990, uh, the bass is very like clean and like high in the mix, which I love in general because i love bass but i want it to be i wanted a record to be a little dirtier in some aspects i would agree with that yeah yeah and i i guess oh like i said if the the, the average neurosis fan probably isn't like this is the one to listen to probably like listen oh, to what, like souls like the, of zero or yeah. where is that through silver and blood through silver I think. And blood like there there are other ones uh locust star is that one of them or is that the song that might be just a song uh, I am a neurosis hater. So, so. All right. I mean, you know. Well, whatever. <laughs> let's keep wanking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. We got number 32. Logical Nonsense, Soul Pollution, 1995 on TP Records. They are from Santa Fe, New Mexico. They're going up against number 56, So Much Hate, Lies, 1993 on X Mist Records. They are from Oslo, Norway. Oh, I just remembered I didn't put one of the matchups on there, on the thing. Which one for is Connor's that? list? Uh, the Mazabaster Generic Show. We'll do. We'll do that. Oh, right after this, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so much hate. I I knew this band pretty well. They because this is another one that was around in the eighties. Their eighties material, I was more familiar with. Uh, there's definitely a musical evolution you hear from from them. Um. There, I've I've pointed them out along with a couple other specifically Norwegian bands from the mid to late '80s as like almost like proto Stadium Crust. It's like they're they have those same influences that like Crust Punk does, but they're seemingly drawing from some like uh, early emo stuff, but also from like metal and like just a wide range of influences. Kind of ambitious in a similar way to Armia, although not as crazy. I feel like also maybe a little bit uh, more alt-rock influence into them. I don't... I maybe, I know why you're saying that, and I hear yeah. it too. I just can't tell if it, they're drawing influence from alt-rock or if it's just those like, alt-rock bands are drawing from the same place as they were. Like it's It could be that. I yeah. think Dag Nasty would be an influence I heard in this record. Or like post hardcore, I guess yeah. you could say. Do you want to weigh Whatever in? the fuck that means. Yeah. What is logical yeah. nonsense? Logical Talk about nonsense. That I thought it was. It's like weird. I don't want to say crossover necessarily, but it's like crust crossover. I guess. I remember I don't it know. now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It is very. It's very. I liked it a lot more. All I know is prank because prank reissued. I think the stick they just split with another band on the list called Grimple, and I think both those bands were kind of important in the like this weird santa fe they're yeah, both from grimple is from new mexico too yes right? they were yeah. so i think they kind of maybe one of those bands that holds like a place in some people's hearts for mm-hmm. uh, for sure for that area i'm sure new mexico i don't think there was a single new mexico i don't really know any new mexico bands to be honest i mean though. before it, this like, i couldn't tell you one meat shits 
Colorado. No, that's no, like Colorado, from, I think. No, isn't well, it? no, they're from Cali. I'm trying to remember what remember their like, 80s bass hardcore band in. was. I can't remember. They had one. But All right. Well, but. Tim, take it away. Uh, I went uh, so much hate for this one. I went logical nonsense. I'm going so much hate. Let's do it again today. It, I like it a lot. It's kind of weird, but it's good. It's got some of the post-hardcore stuff, like you said, but it's still a little more punk sounding. Logical nonsense, I did like it. It does sound like more old school crossover than I would have expected from like a 90s record. It just didn't like stick with me that much. It's a cool record. I thought it, it was much cooler than I thought it was going to be. And then upon a revisit earlier today, I thought it was going to do so much hate. And then I re-listened to it or like when we got home and I was like, oh, logical nonsense is sick. So, Did you, you know, expect it to be bad because of the name? It is a pretty bad band It's name. kind of a bad name. I mean, So Much Hate isn't a great band name either. But, no. But they're foreigners. That makes sense. Yeah, their English isn't that great. No. So. All right. Next round, we have number 20. Wait, wait. Oh. This is the one that I, I didn't. Is the Man is the Bastard one in there? So this one is Man is the Bastard with Thoughtless, which came out in 1995 on Gravity Records. And they are from... Fullerton, Claremont, California, California. And that is up against uh, Jin Rickshaw with their... Now, you might think that band, might think they'd be from Japan or something. No, they're, where are they from? They're from... They're from uh, Norway. No, yeah. With their, what is the record called? Sorry, folks. I don't know. I will. I, I think they it, only have like one it's record. Another, yeah, it's, it's another double seven inch. Yeah. Yeah. Do we While you look it up, I can make my joke. Remember, it's like Seinfeld with George's mom. I thought I was listening to a Japanese hardcore band. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to listen no, to 90s. No, it's not. It's not. 90s hard. This changes everything. If it's everything. Norwegians. I'm not going to listen to 90s hardcore by from some boys from Oslo. It's a Japanese <laughs> hardcore band informed by Discharge from England. <laughs> this changes uh, everything. So, Jinriksha, the End Presence EP. Two seven inches from Heart First Records, who we had heard from earlier. What's the deal with fast core? And uh, <laughs> this is, I mean, this is a for me. I mean, uh, we, we all are familiar with Man as the Bastard. We listened to, we've talked about them on the spa- classic uh, power violence band. band. Classic power violence band. Jinrixa was a new one for me. As uh, yes, they only have one record. This is pretty much it. Um, and the name kind of threw me for a loop. But uh, I thought this record was really cool. But uh, it's catchy. It's weird. I'm trying to remember yeah. how we described it before. What did you say I mean, about it? I said I liked how the one it. song sounded like Man of War. Yeah, it, which it does. Similar to some of the other Norwegian stuff, especially like older So Much Hate stuff. It has a little bit of that epic, but not super metallic like no, guitar like, stuff. It was right. It's more like the. It's like not like the tone, but like the the riffing was like more informed. Very by, big. The yeah. '90s were an epic time for culture across the board when it came to art. Like, yeah. if you think about it's movies true. and shit like that, all just, like, very theatrical. I think that kind of there's a through line there. More so than now. Anyway, you guys ready to weigh in? Yeah. All right, Tyler, take it away. I mean, I got to go with, man, it's the bastard. I knew that one. Tim? Uh, I went with Jin Rickshaw. Mm. Fuck it. I'll do the upset. I'll go Jin Rickshaw in this oh one. This gosh. one. There's other <laughs> man of this bastard <laughs> stuff. Like... They have plenty of stuff that would have smoked Jin Rickshaw, but yeah. I liked that seven yeah. inch more than I expected. See, right, yeah. if it if it was the man is the bastard crossed out split or like the uh capitalist casualty split, I probably I, I would have taken either of those. Neither probably. of those could be like finalists in this or semi finalists. Yeah. 
I just, especially after listen, I listened to Thoughtless with you the other day, and it's good. It just, it didn't hold my attention, which granted is hard to do, but I, I had to pick some kind of metric, and that's the one that I went with. It's, it seems like that record too is more like um, they're they're like doing like noise rock. Um, it's like slower. You know, it's like doomier. Yeah, like definitely, it's one of their more. I don't want to uh, low energy isn't the word, but um. You know, it's groove, I guess. We'll yeah, say. it's, yeah. it's more know, like head bobbing and yeah. like thinking like the noise stuff I thought I love is sick. I, I mean, the ending song. Well, I, the, the playlist we had I, and I mentioned to you guys like the some of these YouTube uploads are fucking dog shit. But um, I believe it is on streaming. But thought uh, the last song Moloch is like great epic, like 11 minute long banger. It uh, is cool. Just it's fucking, good. It's like fucking drags you like and then. Puppy Mill, like the first song, is like a classic. That is a good, good song, song. No, as well is. as the song Tyke. It is great. I, I honestly, this is one where I had not decided until kind of just now because I was very on the fence. It's tough, but it, but it is great. It's cool to get a little. I like an upset because it's a good record. I, I, I almost kind of agree with you guys. If but in I, if it was a different MITB album, it would I think smoke. Yeah, of course. All right, next round. We have number 29, which is Nausea, Extinction, 1991 on Profane Existence from New York City. Going up against number 43, Health Hazard, self-titled Health Hazard, 1994 on Flat Earth. They are from the UK. And Health Hazard is a 10-inch, which is cool. Yeah. Got to get some 10-inch love here. Um, These records are kind of similar. The health hazard stuff is very, like, peace punky, crusty, if I remember correctly. Yeah, we'll say crust, both crust records. Uh, I I like both these records a lot. I mean, Nausea people probably are familiar with this band. New York City associated with, actually, this record specifically, apparently, uh, like, both Agnostic Front and Nuclear Assault, like, help them record it in terms of gear and stuff like that. Interesting connection, and you definitely hear it, yeah. (laughs) I mean, truly iconic nausea patch like yeah. the, you want to talk about a butt like, flag, like, that is yeah a, it's, it's yeah. uh inarguably one of the coolest of the symbols yes for sure and uh, i mean i had never heard health hazard before so this was a really cool like yeah, hidden good match kind of thing all right good matchup well jake why don't you go first another tough one for me i'll do the opposite of what i did last time and go nausea I gotta agree, uh, nausea for me. I didn't mean to rhyme. Make there. it a sweep for nausea. There it is. I, I I mean initially wasn't gonna do it, but as the album goes on, it it almost, almost gets better. It gets yeah, better, it like, builds especially when dude the the reggae song is really cool. Um, and yeah. it becomes like I kind of then heard the Amoebics. Yeah. And once I heard that, I was like, okay, yes, yeah, it scratches that itch for me. I remember listening to the first song and being like, oh, I don't know about this one. But then mm-hmm. it just actually, right, it just kept going. Well, it's it, like, oh, this is actually, like, really it, it's weird. And to yeah. that point, it feels like they gave a lot of thought to, like, pacing and, like, putting together an album as an album, which a lot of people don't do. Yeah. And I appreciate they did that. Health Hazard is very much one I have earmarked as, like, revisit after we're done doing this because mm-hmm. I did really, really like it. Yeah. And it's, it's a, good a style I like. Just right. can't. I mean, because let's face it, that that nausea record is like I'd say I'd say it's like that's like a classic cross track for sure. It's yeah, pretty it's goaded. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, that was my first time listening to it too. Mm, yeah. So, you know, I can see why it's well liked like that. All mm. right. Well, hopefully this list isn't causing too much uh, 
you know, too many health hazards or nausea amongst the listeners. On to the next batch. Next one. Jeez, it's going to be 63 degrees tomorrow. Hell yeah, dude. Fuck, that sucks. All right, we have number 49, Anti-Schism, Still Life, 1991 on Allied Recordings from Columbia, South Carolina, going up against number 21, Post-Regiment, Zarly, 1996 on Way I Records from Warsaw, Poland. A very even matchup, another one I would yeah. say. Pretty mm-hmm. good. Anti-Schism, that's been like a t-shirt band in my eyes for a long time. And not I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean I saw them on T-shirts and didn't listen mm-hmm. to them. There is, like, a connection between some of this. But this is one of those, like, I want to say in kind of semi-incestuous. Anti-schism. Yeah. Some of the, the members some of the members went on to do Initial State, which is also on this list, uh, as well as some other bands, I believe, Guy on a Punchline. Inhumanity. Inhumanity. Is also Inhumanity. on the list. So, <laughs> you know, it's it's cool to see to hear it. Um I wasn't too familiar with uh, either of these bands. I mean, definitely not post regiment. Um, and I think both were both do what they do very, very well. Post regiments from about the same scene. Army is like started. They started in '86, so mid '80s Polish punk rock. Uh, similarly, they're known for having elements that maybe you wouldn't expect to hear in a like hardcore punk band from the '80s. I do know they had records before this mm-hmm. that uh, and their style shifted a little bit. They have a self-titled one before this, which I think is um, s- like slower. This record, they sort of leaned into playing a little faster and getting a uh, little bit rawer vocals, a uh, little bit probably influenced by other stuff that was happening, you know, contemporary to them. Uh, their last album was on Profane ex- Existence, I know, too. But this this was the one that was on here and I had, I liked it a lot. Yeah, want to vote? All right, yeah, let's uh, hear those votes. Go, uh, Tim. I went with anti-schism. I am going with post-regiment. I'm going post-regiment. like okay. this record a lot. Uh, anti-schism of the kind of stuff like this on here, this just isn't one that stuck with me on this. For, there's something like kind of stilted about the vocals maybe that I wasn't yeah. sold on. It just I it's, found it kind of dull. It's good. Um it just doesn't didn't stick into me as as much, and I'm not. I don't think it's it's like post regiment wasn't like leagues better by any means. It's just like See, that's it's like a little bit that better. I like it. I liked it a little bit more. I voted on the grounds that like I thought again they were pretty even, equal and shit. But um, I just liked that the anti schism record was like shorter, and you know, I felt like the <laughs> post regiment was starting to drag a little bit. Sorry, like, drags, you yeah. know. Because that, that record was what, like 35, 36 minutes, yeah, something like that. Thirty-eight minutes. Post regiment is like forty. It's only, I think it's only a couple. Post regiment sounds like such a boring fucking name for a band. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> well, you know, Polish. You know. Yeah, maybe I'm missing something there. The anti-schism stuff. I guess I would contrast it with like, there's other similar stuff on here that's like more raging. Yeah. But also stuff like Crest would be a perfect example. That's like a little may- bit more interesting, less raging, but like way weirder. And I sure. like that too. All right, well, let's go on to the next. We don't got we got about like eight, eight or nine more, I think. Decent amount, but we're almost we're almost done. Okay, we have number eighteen, Gloom, Speed Noise, Hardcore Rags, nineteen ninety four on Crust War. They are from Japan, going up against number forty two, Seeing Red, Marinus, nineteen ninety six on Evolution Records, and they are Evolution. from uh, Amherst Fort, Netherlands. 
Now, uh, people should know, uh, familiar with Seeing Red, but Seeing Red were dudes were in Larm, which is a classic Dutch, you know, fast core hardcore band, uh, progenitors of you know the speed core uh, that we see nowadays, and uh, I think Seeing Red kind of continues that legacy, and uh, Gloom. I mean, we talked about it on the previous episode, classic, like, Japanese noise, D-beat, crust band, mm-hmm. uh, blown out, you know, rage and stuff. I mean, the na- I think the name, the title of the record kind of sums it up in a way. Yeah. Well, you guys want to weigh in then? Yeah. Yeah. Right, let's do, uh, let's go Tyler. I went with Seeing Red. Tim? I also went seeing red. Damn, I was gonna go gloom like all fucking fucking day. Keep like, going. Man, I think their shit is like, uh, I think this record especially is a great version of like this particular style of punk, like noise punk, you could call it. Uh, uh, thing rips great. Really enjoyed it. Seeing red, I was like pretty whatever about. Like it's you know, it's fine. Like for me, it's uh, the mm-hmm. fast core thing is not my preferred style. Sometimes I can get into it, but. It just didn't do anything that jumped out as me to separate it from the other pack of bands that are like that. Uh, so if it came down to style versus style, I would go Gloom. But also, I think Gloom is like kind of above par for that style of uh, noise punk. Let's hear the other side. I mean, I just think that these guys have been doing it for you had been doing it for years. It's kind of like professionals, and I think the songwriting on this is with the scene red stuff is good. I the gloom stuff is really really good. I just it's like it was kind of like a matter of maybe me, almost mood. It's like, but like I said, and maybe a different gloom record. I know they have only they don't have super crazy amount of discography. I think like, as I, most Japanese bands t- tend to have. I think this record's as good as any of their other ones. To yeah. be honest, I don't know. Maybe it just caught me, but I was just like, there's something that caught me with this scene red. Anything stand out for you, Tim, as to what swayed you? Um, I just feel like the, the, um, the sea and rad was like a little bit more, it stood out more to me than the gloom mm-hmm. record. Sure. That's, uh, uh, yeah. It's you know, cause I don't know. Again, like I said, with these, like with some of these Japanese bands, it's like sometimes it just gets a little like, you know, like too. It becomes a slog samey, you know? sometimes. Yeah. For yeah. sure. All right. Let's do the next round. I also kind of we have like fourteen more matchups left. Really? So yeah. Damn. Okay. I was totally wrong. Well, we can. I mean, if we just keep it up, how we've been, you know, we're going. We're, we're crossing it. All right. Oh shit. Let me get back to that. Okay. Number eighty-two. Scrotum Grinder. Self-titled. Scrotum Grinder. Nineteen ninety. I'm glad I got to say that twice. Nineteen ninety-seven on Burrito Records. They are from Tampa, Florida. Oh man. Florida G. Uh, versus uh, number 59, <laughs> John Henry West, self-titled as well. John Henry West, 1993, on Gravity Records from San Francisco, California. Um, I thought this was a pretty listen, bad matchup. Uh, tough. Uh, yeah. I mean, not my like, not I, my favorite matchup. Again, it's like these are two records I would not have included at all. No. Um, I thought I was going to hate this because you told me John Henry West was emo, and I thought I hated that. I actually liked that. John Henry record quite a bit. I will listen to it again. I'm I sure. will. Scrotum Grinder was pretty good, but I, I, I thought I've heard Scrotum Grinder's name. I mean, I heard John John Henry West in the then the screamo emo kind of you know camp, and uh, was mildly familiar with them and kind of impressed. And uh, the Scrotum Grinder, I think maybe like some people hear that and they go, oh well, that's oh, a grindcore, grindcore band. Yeah, yeah. not <laughs> a grindcore band. 
Uh, not that it was bad, but it was kind of like, oh, really? This isn't a grindcore band? It's kind of grind adjacent. Like, I feel yeah. like it's people like, like grind, grind adjacent, would like it. Way, but grind slash hardcore, I guess, yeah. is maybe a good crust, way to put it. I would say, like the raging crusty, crust yeah. thing. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's see what happened. Jake? I'm going John Henry West. Tyler? I'm going John Henry West. Tim? I want Scrotum Grinder. Mm. Okay. I mean, yeah, it just – I. Scrotum Grinder just didn't really do it for me. Neither of these bands stood out to me at all. Honestly. I didn't like the production on Scrotum Grinder. Too. I think that killed it for yeah. me. And it's doing a style that a general style that's on here quite a bit. And some other people do it a lot better. John Henry West, I think maybe my poor expectations gave it an edge. But it, I've, what I found is, uh, to put it as simply as possible to be brief, the uh, the annoying elements, the elements we've identified as annoying, it didn't have those so much. It had, but it had the stuff that I kind of like about emo. It had some big sort of, uh, I guess, just big guitar parts, and the vocals were kind of cool. Uh, Scrotum Grinder, I just did not like remember it much, oh, other than that the production yeah. was bad. Also, they had a chick singing, and well, I mean, I say women, so that's yeah, also dude, a very valid shit. point. <laughs> Uh, par- uh, parody. I was not being serious. I did not know that it was a chick singing in that band. Yeah, wait, really? Sure. Really? In Scrotum, in Scrotum Grinder? Yeah. Really? I thought it was maybe just a guy with a screechy voice. I don't know. Oh wow. Sorry, that's Burrito how much I didn't Rockers. remember it. That's that's actually the first girl band I haven't voted for. I think maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. Uh, I mean, you didn't vote for Anti Schism. I didn't oh, do that either. But that's because they went up with a band. Yeah. Well, you know what? Post Regiment had a female singer. Yeah, too. so yeah. so you kind of did. Yeah, better. Well, I think we said all that needed to be said yeah. about these two records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's move the feck off on. All right, we got. Listen, f- folks, don't get your scrotum ground up about these choices. <laughs> Absolutely. Number fifty, Buzz Oven Soar, nineteen ninety four on Roadrunner Records. They are from Wilmington, North Carolina, and that is going up against number seventy one. Good Lord. Utus. 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 Systemen Rataisa, 1994 on Gannett Records from Finland. <laughs> now, if I can just point something out here, this is supposed to be the, the top DIY 100. Hardcore. D- yeah, it's like, okay, Roadrunner Records Roadrunner. is not a DIY hardcore label. What? No, it's. And, no. And I think me and Tim pointed out where it's like there's some bands on here that are kind of omitted, like a dystopia. That should totally be on this list. Dystopia would have been on this if it wasn't omitted. And it's funny no, it's, because no, I'm not saying it was it was omitted. I don't know why it isn't on the. Oh, one yeah. of those things where it's like, Ken, I, I love the prank label, and I'm I think you have really good taste, but I don't know. I don't know if you don't consider Dystopia a punk or a hardcore band or adjacent enough, but yeah, you would consider, consider Buzz Oven to be like a hardcore band when they're very much a sludge metal band. But I mean. I don't know. Like that, that is a great thing to point out because yeah, Roadrunner is a big yeah. label. Same thing with Victory. Victory was like a big hardcore. So label. if you're gonna have Roadrunner, yeah. where's Life of Agony, a band that I can't imagine <laughs> why anyone wouldn't like them? There's nothing that's to very be bothered by. On, <laughs> the, typo negative. on the blog post itself, the dude was like, "I, I sidestepped a lot of mosh metal for this," which is, yeah, you know, I don't oh, know so if I agree being, with that. Uh, but. He's being. Oh, he's talking about dystopia. What, yeah. What about like chokehold? That too, right? <laughs> you know. But, what uh, about rupture? Yeah, yeah, right. That's a good question. You know well, what? Fuck this. Let's just vote. <laughs> yeah, why don't we point out who won yeah. this? <laughs> All right. Um, Utis is from Finland. I will just highlight Finland. There's yes. another heavy hitter punk country. I yeah. fucking yes. love Finnish hardcore. 
if you couldn't tell by the name, I mean, maybe some people just don't know. I mean, if you don't know anything about Finland, know. you would just think, see that and think it was the biggest typo you've ever seen. It's like, oh, what's that the, Chinese what's band? Who's that, who had a stroke on their keyboard and named a band about <laughs> yeah. it? All right, Finnish apologist Jake, go first. I I, I got to go with Utis from, yes, indeed, that country that was kind of a part of the Axis. <laughs> wow, so at least I'm not being canceled because I'm going with Buzz Oven. Well, I'm about to get us canceled because I'm going with Udis. Hell oh, no. yeah. Because hey, I know the reason it. why you're going to say that fucking buzz oven record is like a fucking hour long. It's, it's too a much. long record. It's too much. It's funny because when I listened to it, I thought it went pretty by pretty quickly. It went by more quickly than I expected because you guys told me it was going to be a huge slog. It's just, and I like the production on it more than I thought I would. It's just not I my songs are really good, not a style but. that sticks with me as at least not compared. Udis is like classic raging fucking uh specifically finnish hardcore which has a distinct style from the swedish style i like finnish shit because it's not straight d beats they do their own thing but buzz oven i, I liked more than expected I, I didn't hate it well yeah. you hear that buzz oven you're finished. buzzing off <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah, good luck with this next one connor oh brother i'm swinging for the oh i know what on it this is. one we, we have number 15, uh, Serat Mailet, uh, Tippa Tappa, 1991, self-released uh, from Finland. Tippa uh, yeah, Going against number, number 57, Moss Icon, Silver Bearing, Split LP, 1991 on Vermin Scum, Hydraulic Pump, Oregon. Both bands are from Annapolis, Maryland. This was uh, interesting because I, I think I'd heard of Moss Icon Never heard of Silver Bearings, and I had also never heard of Saitat Milet. Saitat Milet? Yeah. 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 Um, I struggled with this one. They're all kind of weird. They're, yeah. All three bands are strange. None of them are typical. Are they all 91, I too? Mean, yeah. I've seen that Saitat Milet, whatever one, that one described as like black metal, which is. 91, all of it. I don't know about that. Wait, um, let me guess on radio music? Yeah. Of course. Uh, yeah, you yeah. gotta just like that. That, that can't be right. That's it is weird right. though. It's it's, it's weird, not. Weird. It it has some of the classic Finnish hardcore sound, but I kind of hear some of that epic emo influence on that record too. Yeah. In some ways, ninety one. You gotta figure it's like right on the cusp before things get codified into the genres. That yep. Yeah. It's a little so weird. It's like, there's like a weird, weird. It's like this weird like miasma of like everything's kind of. Early 90s, too, is, like, it still has, like, that, like, 80s, like, stink on it. Yes. Because you got to think about it like this, folks. Uh, End of the – 80s ends, like, Youth of Today isn't a band anymore. They're doing Shelter. Um, Like, New York hardcore is changing. Uh, You have the Rev Summer kind of stuff, like – blossoming fugazi is kind of a band you know they're getting big also around uh, the same era in europe you have uh the fall of communism and yeah. that was a big cultural thing that changed everything um we're about to get um pantera is about to be the biggest band in the world and nirvana uh gun, guns and roses is you know blowing up too like well they already had by they now, already had right? been but yeah. like there's the the end of this is like the end of glam metal. We're seeing death metal become a thing, and so black, black metal. metal the Moss thing. Icon one is real weird. It's like spoken word, and then some pretty cool guitar riffs that I like. Silver Bearing had a song called Jazz One that has a saxophone that I yeah. liked. I don't know what you'd even I would, classify that record. I as. would call. I would actually call Moss Icon like this is what I would call like true emo. 
Okay. I don't know if that. So I like that better than some of the other emo stuff. I kind of liked their shit. Yeah, I get that. All right. Well, let's see what the hell happened with this shit. Tim, you go. I went Syrop Mielet. I'm going Moss Icon Silver Bearing Split. Jake. I'm going to go Moss Icon 2, even though I enjoyed it. Maybe Like, I like that Syrop Millet record a lot. Yeah, that one is really it's good. It's fucking amazing. But Moss Icon, like, gave me pause and made me think about that definitely why stands I enjoyed out. it. Like, it stands yeah, out. That's where, I th- that's where I'm coming from, Murray. It's like, it's a very different vibe but from the, a lot this, of the, the other finished records. record does too. This is one that is not going to, was not going to sit well with me, whatever I picked. Cause uh, it's tough. Like neither yeah. of them are like my favorite records on here, but I really enjoyed both of them. One much more so than the other. Like this is probably the mashup I struggled with the most. Yeah. Syra, I would definitely recommend people listen to Syra. You, you like have to listen to that. It's, it's crazy really cool. good. It's very dense sounding in a similar way to the Polish bands on here. And, that is something I love in hardcore punk. Dare I, dare I say, almost grindcore adjacent. Parts of it. Wouldn't you say that? Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's crazy that it came out in 91. So, and I it's mean, like, honestly, it's like a super obscure record. Super dude. obscure. Never heard of it before. I'll tell you off mic. Never mind. Next batch. Next batch, Connor. <laughs> we have number 76, Ottawa slash Jihad. Split LP, 1994 on Council Records and A Biology Records. Ottawa is from Dearborn, Michigan, and Jihad is from Kalamazoo, Michigan. Uh, they are going up against number 88, Collapse Society, uh, self-titled Collapse Society, 1994 on Overthrow Records, and they are hailing from Japan. This is an interesting thing because it's uh, we got another like a foreign band. Doing up going up against a split, and both uh, I would say Ottawa and Jihad are like I would I would consider I wouldn't say they're emo. They're I would say this is what I would maybe call like screamo I mean, hardcore. I thought Ottawa was almost like that was like another one that's like oh this is kind of grind almost grind yeah because yeah. they like blast a lot yeah. yeah and unfortunately the, unfortunately the upload we don't have to re-upload this. We should try and do that. Yeah, because the upload, whoever uploaded it, the guy, some, it something Baby got Jesus, fucked up. Yeah, that classic it was. YouTube channel. There is like straight up ten minutes of silence in between like all of the songs. It's the, insane. The, the Ottawa part is worse because it'll be yeah. like a song, like and a minute a of silence, and then a sample, and then like thirty seconds of silence, like, and then like, yeah, it's just like what what happened here. It gets it gets better on the jihad side. Yeah, Collapse Society. I will describe as it's like noise punk from yeah. Japan. This is really noisy, but except it's noise noise punk that goes far enough that it's into like avant garde territory, like like def, like outside the bounds of what you would call anything resembling normal punk. Like what the fuck is going on, noisy? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Jake, why don't you take this one? I'm going Collapse Society on this one. I'm going Ottawa Jihad. And I am going to go with Ottawa Jihad just based okay. solely on the Ottawa side. I thought the Jihad side was not not as good. Honestly, probably out of these three bands, probably the worst of them, I thought. My, yeah. Collapse Society was cool. Um, I just like, I don't know. I think the, I, I agree. I think the Ottawa side like, is really, that's, really That's good. a really strong side of that but split. Th- that, that, uh, the Ottawa stuff, my, th- I we listened to it today and it was one of those things where it's like there were lots and lots of parts where I was like oh that's really cool that's really cool that's really cool 
but I also like wasn't like hype on the whole thing taken as a whole. Again, the fucked up mm-hmm. out upload I'm sure didn't help. Um, I gave it to Collapse Society. If Collapse Society was like less fucked up sounding, if it was more of a standard noise punk record, I would have said I already gave one to Gloom. I'm not picking that, but they really it's sounds totally fucked up and I I there aren't that many records on here like that so I gave it to them. Don't know really anything about the band, but mm. I liked it. Oh, the artwork was cool. Yeah, artwork, artwork is cool. cool. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go on to the next one. Meanwhile. Number 99. Meanwhile, The Road to Hell, uh, uh, 1996 on We Bite Records. They are from Eskil... That is giving me an aneurysm. Eskilstuna, Sweden. Uh, that is going up against number 47, Eucharist, self-titled Eucharist, 1996. I understand that's redundant by saying self-titled and then saying the word again. I've been doing that the whole time, and I will continue to. Keep doing it. <clears throat> 1996 on the Mountain Collective for Independent Artists, LTD. They are from Richmond, Virginia. This was a tough, this was really tough for me because I had never heard either of them, and Jake, you pointed out that Meanwhile might be the best Discharge-sounding band, like, ever. Not not the best Discharge-sounding band. The band that's the best at sounding exactly, exactly like, like Discharge. Exactly like Discharge. That's, yes. And uh, Meanwhile, also uh, known as uh, Dischange. Oh, really? Oh, same band? Okay. Yeah. Okay, that makes total sense. Um, this sounds 100% like, like why. If you took Y and expanded it, this is what it fucking sounds like. You mean Y, the Discharge record, not the German band. Not the German band. No, no. It sounds like the album Y. Like, for better or for worse. And it was like, fuck, this is sick. Eucharist, though, kind of scratches a weird itch. Um, Hard to describe. Again, it was one of those, it's a 90s band. There are so many bands where it's like, this is from the 90s. It's a little bouncy they got some blasty parts. It is bla- it's like that shit you hear in a you'd hear at a fucking basement show. But then yes. it's like they basement put out hardcore. they they maybe scratch the money together to put out a seven inch, and then it's just gone. And then they're done, right? Like nothing. They did what they set out. They work as gardeners for the rest of their lives. Yeah, they could only hope. <laughs> you want to vote? Yeah. All right. Uh, let me go, Tyler. Go with Eucharist. Tim, I am going with Eucharist. I'll go. I'll go Eucharist too, because good, good Catholic. I don't, don't want to be totally predictable. And the meanwhile, shit, they have other albums that I enjoy more. And it does. It got a little wearying just how much it. it like I couldn't help thinking I should just listen to Discharge instead. Their other records yeah, are maybe I, a little bit less like that because they were around for a while. They put out a lot of stuff. I think their other material maybe mixes it up a little more, but. Certainly not a bad record again no. by any means. No, really good. If you yeah. put this, it's one of those things where like once I got it's and I think it's a like with nausea. Once I got to like when I got to like that third song, yeah, I was like, oh yes. Like the first couple songs were like, all right, this is pretty good. I mean, I I like I was like, this sounds like discharge straight up. And then once it got to the third song, I was like, I know the story. Yeah, yeah they, this fucking I mean, do a great job. This is with great. I was talking about this at the show that you guys played on Friday, where it's like I feel like I'm genetically predisposed to if a band is playing D beats, I'm like, I like it. I just like However, it. However, in the moment, in the experience live, yes. But like to listen to it uh, recording wise, for it to like beat out something else, it's kind of got to do a little bit more. 
Because yeah. I'm not See, getting the live and experience. That's what Eucharist does, yes. though. I feel like they're actually, it's like, oh, they're doing their own thing. It's yeah. like cool. It's heavy. I would, I would, the, the reason why I chose Eucharist is because, like, I think maybe Meanwhile might be, like, a better, like, representation of, like, what they're trying to do. But Eucharist is a band where if they were a local band in my area, they would be my favorite band. Like if they they were from Rochester and I got to see them and they're I was going to punk shows for a couple of years and I saw Eucharist and then I saw this band, I would be like this, this is my favorite band for cool. beer. All right, well shit, let's uh, definitely let's fuck with Meanwhile though. They're I think yes. they're a little underrated as a DB band given. Surprisingly, never heard of them before. I don't up. know why. Meanwhile, meanwhile, number thirty eight, Spaz Dwarf Jester Rising. 1994 on Clearview Records, and they are from Redwood City, California. And that is going up against number 70, Christ on a Crutch, Crime Pays When Pigs Die, 1991 on New Red Archives, and they are from Richland, Washington. Well, I mean, we are very familiar, and you should be as a listener, very familiar, especially a long-time listener with Spaz. Yeah, it was nice to listen to just one of the records. Last time we yeah, did this, I had like to listen to the whole record. fucking discography. <laughs> and I thought I didn't, straight up did not like them because I did that. This is the record I tell to anyone to actually listen to them. Yeah, yeah it's sick. And then uh, Christ in a Crutch, I mean, I'd heard that band name before, but. Uh, I didn't realize that they were around like since the 80s, yeah. too. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit, they were around. Like, yeah, they've been around for, they were around for yeah. a minute. Um, I, how, how would you describe them? I would describe them as like punk definitely punk and they're kind of leaning into like hardcore territory but they don't like it's not like super abrasive or aggro i guess i would say i was gonna say like maybe kind of like early um like epitaph or like yeah if you uh, like gave epitaph like if epitaph like a little bit of was like a bully was like a bully or like kind of lo-fi i don't know christ on a crutch i was tempted to also label as this is a 90s band just like in a different way than eucharist yeah they kind of are in that, I, I get, they probably, where were they from? Washington? Washington. I forgot. See, I thought that was like, Richland, I thought they were. Washington. Okay. okay. Hmm. I could see them playing with like a Grimple. Yeah, it's like more hard. Filth. It's more hardcore than that, but yeah, yeah. definitely. Blats. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like those, those bands from the early, the very early 90s, you know, it makes, it kind of makes sense. It's that weird amorphous period. All right, well. Let's see what y'all think. Uh, Jake. I'm going Spaz. I'm going Spaz. I went Christ on a crutch. Okay. Mm, interesting. Interesting. This is a... Uh, I am just... I am not the biggest Spaz fan. Totally uh, I think this is... This is my... This is like... I like I like all of their records for the most part, but I would say if you want... If you want to avoid their like more like... What Spaz became? Just pure goofy ass bullshit. Kind of. Uh, I want to say. I've never say that it's that goofy. Not even. They're not that. like goofy. It's just, they just write. That's too. They put too many songs on their records, and it's like I don't want to listen to this. Each song is like too many parts. I can't remember how any of them go ever. It's just like mm. besides the one with the, what the mouth harp or whatever. I Spud Boy or whatever. See, the, fuck I didn't, that the, song. The, I, the banjo. I, I, with neither, yeah, okay, yeah, neither yeah. of these records are records where I'm gonna like remember how the songs go. But the Spaz one, I, I, again, maybe it's an opposite bias where like I expected to not like it because I didn't like them before. But the bass playing is really good, and I like like the vocals where they're all yelling at once. Yeah, Christ on the Crutch had a kind of like 
I should, it's on my list to revisit too, but there was a goofiness to it or a, a lack of gravitas to it that kind of rubbed me the wrong way, personally. I The one big thing for me why I didn't like that Christ on the Crutch is because there is like a symbol that the drummer hits where it's so loud and cuts through, especially if you're listening. You don't hear it as much if you're listening through on speakers, but hearing it on headphones, it is so... I And maybe it's because I am like of my autism or however my, I am mentally, but once I heard it, it's, it's one of those things where if you hear a, a thing in a song, you can't hear it. I could... It's the only thing, and I was See, just, every song, I was just waiting to hear that fucking symbol. You know, you saying that, that reminds me of that It's Always Sunny episode when Dennis is doing the game show, and yeah, he's like, or, uh, no more, don't do that noise anymore. Yes. Don't do the noise. And like, or it was like, it. it's like the, it's the beep episode, <laughs> yeah. too, where he's like, I've been hearing, I've been hearing it the whole time. Asshole! <laughs> You're eating the dog! <laughs> he's in the mac and cheese. All right, next round up, we got number 98. Chain of Strength, What Holds Us Apart, 1990. 90. <laughs> on Foundation Records. They're from Southern California. Going up against number 100, State of Fear, Wallow and Squalor, 1995 on Profane Existence, and they are from Minneapolis, Minnesota. So we got a nice little, uh, you know, what New York hardcore record versus, uh, you know, crust record. Or, or I would say youth, this is youth, youth crew, crew youth record. Crew. Yeah, okay. they are from Cali. This is a tough <laughs> one. These, these are two great versions of, in either case, some of my f- styles that have produced some of my favorite music, like premium yeah. genre studies. Yes, yes. Yeah, I've never really heard State of Fear. I've seen that name, yeah, and this like I, was I like, thought fuck. they were pretty sick. State of Fear is strength awesome. is Fucking like rocks. Such a good record. Um, such a good band. I yeah. Let's all right. Skate right to it, uh, Tim. Uh, State of fear. Chain of strength. I'll go chain of strength. I've wow, spent okay. a lot of time with it. It's it's catchy. It's good. This is another one I'm going to feel bad about because State of Fear was really sick. But also, we there isn't that much straight up youth crew representation on this list. And no, I mean they could have they, they could have picked a better one because this record really didn't do jack shit for me. I like this record. I will say it's overrated. I I will say Chain of Strength is an overrated band, but it's still it's a really good record. Uh, for right, well, I was, I I like the State of Fear. It's just like yeah, I think it was mostly like I want to hear something different. Also, if State of <laughs> there Fear, there is yeah. a lot of cross. There's a lot if, of cross. If State of Fear, I'll say this for it, especially since I it's eliminated. And it was really good. If State of Fear had production that was a little bit more to my taste this would be like a no-brainer for them because mm-hmm. i don't even necessarily love the chain of strength production i do think it's kind of overrated for that kind of stuff but it is good there, there some of those songs are really good uh well-written straight edge songs but uh the, the state of fear production kind of irritated me in some ways well from state of fear to state of tears they have lost yeah next round all right we got number 12 death side the Will Never Die, 1994 on Devour Records, and they are from Japan, going up against number 25, Citizens Arrest, A Light in the Darkness, 1990 on War Dance from New York City. Quite the matchup. Quite the matchup, is. yes. I mean, everyone uh, should... Debatable. I mean, <laughs> I spent a lot of, of time ba- with I mean, both of these. Yeah, I guess it depends on where you came from, but, like, yeah, I've always been a big uh, Citizens Arrest fan, and I mean, as we mentioned before, we've talked about that side because they were on that comp. But this is like a classic Japanese hardcore band that is 
like I mean, that's where we get burning spirits from. The yeah, yeah. it's from their song. Citizens Arrest. I used to listen to. I think this record a lot. Like around the time that I was really into Infest, but I had not revisited it since then. You know, we'll see how this goes today. All right. Uh, why don't we go, uh, Jake? I'm going Death Side. I'm going Citizens Arrest. I'm going Death Side, baby. All right, baby. Citizens Arrest. I was. I. It, it's really. I good. wish they had put Colossus on here. Yeah, that would have taken the scales. I, I thought it was quite good, but it. I did not like it as much as I remembered having liked it. Whereas this Death Side record, which I also used to listen to a lot, like it as much as I ever did. So. I. I think if it was the other LP, the second LP. It, that would be a no-brainer for me. I mean, not because I mean I would even say the first LP, but the first one came out in like '88 or '89. But uh, this set, this the that side seven inch didn't really grab me as much as the immediacy of uh, Citizens Arrest did, and I think some this this is like a perfect like record from like what it was 1990 this is like a perfect like new york hardcore record from 1990 compared to like a burn you know what i mean like, right yes yeah what did you think of citizens arrest him i've uh, haven't spoken on this band honestly i really didn't care for it that much like it didn't uh it didn't stick with me at all yeah i i i it's weird i kind of felt the same way it is I didn't weird how to. certain bands will you know you have like zero expectations for them not saying I did with this band, but, you know, right. Some you've never heard of and wouldn't have, you know, any second thoughts about or whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah. this is actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then a record where it's like, oh, you know, like a lot of people like it. And then you listen to it and it just kind of leaves you like, eh. Right, right. All right. Well, we can move on then. Oh, terrible matchup coming up here. We have number 81. Dead and Gone, self-titled, Dead and Gone, 1994 on Vinyl Communications. They are from Oakland, California, and that is going up against number 22, Cop Out, self-titled, Cop Out, 1993 on Team Murder USA. Uh, They are from Memphis. Both these records suffer from terrible production. Yeah. We'll just get that Um, out of the way. We should just vote. Yeah, Yeah, let's let's uh, You want to just holler it out? Three, two, Two, one. one. Cop, Cop out. out. Cop out. Wow. Wins. I like the Dead and Gone one. It's, it reminded me of like a conflict, peace punky kind of stuff. I don't know if that's what they were going for or not, but I dug it. Cop Out was, I liked how blown out and like aggro sounding Cop Out was. That was, that was cool. I'm going to be honest. I don't really like either of these records. I don't like no. either of them that much either, but I'm looking for things to like. So, so the real I, vote is for both of them. Yeah. yeah. I, it's, it's, these are <laughs> both records that I would have not included. Um, these are clearly like, I mean, you can tell that this, the, they, I, the they cop out thing, I, I, and I, because like I, I know that Ken grew up in Alabama, so I, I'm assuming, uh, I don't really, I know he moved to Oakland, so Ken, if you're listening, uh, first of all, thank you. Hopefully, our choices don't make you too frustrated in our words. Um, I feel like this is a band where you he heard or had seen, and I can see it being like a big deal. It's like, oh shit, like this is from around here. Like in the south, like damn, okay, that's sick. That sounds like a cop out. Um, and dead and gone, they were from Oakland. Yeah, Oakland, I can see that being another thing where it's like that. It's from that that Oakland scene. There's a lot of Oakland bands. Yeah, Oakland I like the dead and gone one. I I like that. I the recording was. It's like the guitars desired. are like insane quiet on that shit. Yeah. 
They were dead and gone. <laughs> the guitars were, yeah. All right, you want to move on? Yeah, we got. We only got four matches yeah. left. Yeah, All right, let's, let's rip it. All right, number 13 from Ashes Rise, self-titled from Ashes Rise, 2000 on Great American Stake Religion. Yeah, See, this, so this is, is kind of questionable. Of a, I guess it came out in 2000. He might have thought it came out in 99, but I'm pretty sure it didn't. Unless, he's t- unless he talks about... Like there's like a Unless there's something else, something. a tape or something like that. I don't know. And that is, they're from Nashville, and that is going up against number 74, Nailed Down, Violent Distortion, 1995 on Profane Existence, Far East. Uh, they are from Perth, Australia. I will also say, based upon Pusshead's rules, not really rules, but like what Pusshead did, because the um, the Hardcore, se- not the Hardcore 79, but... Um, no, remember, you had like the DOA record The DOA like record that definitely came out in 78 or 79. And 79. Yeah, this isn't from the 80s, man. Nailed, nailed Down, that's an Aussie band that shared some members with Rupture at some point, I believe. Uh, is that the first Australian band that's been on this whole yes, list? Yes, it I has think? been. Yeah, surprisingly. Yeah, that is kind of crazy. I had never heard that one before. I liked it a lot. It's like, I don't know, like D-beat slash like there are blast parts. In the I would say it's almost grindcore related. Like grindcore adjacent. adjacent. The guitar solos are like... I'm gonna call it like rock and roll style stupid, which I loved. Their their guitar solos are nonsense, and that was pretty cool. And I mean, people should be familiar with. We're all familiar with From Ashes Rise. That's the like uh, similar to you know tragedy, I guess you would say. Yeah, kind of in between tragedy and uh, uh, his who was gone. You know. All right. Well, let's get to the vote. Uh, Tim, I went From Ashes Rise. Tyler. From Ashes Rise. I'll I'll vote for that one too. I like that style. It's good, but I think I don't know. it doesn't matter how I vote. So I guess yeah. Uh, you know what? No, put me down for a nailed down. I like that record. That record's cool. I, yeah, I would say because instead uh, of so we're nailing a- you to that one, put me nail me to that one because from Ashes Rise, it's like usually I'll end up listening to and tragedy. From instead. these two asses yeah. rise the vote that makes that band win. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. I think the nailed down stuff is very cool. Um, it's just a little too forgettable in a sense because they also have to there's there's like 30 songs i feel like they have 30 songs on this it was and like 27 songs that's a lot yeah, no it's a lot and like i'm not it's i'm not saying that's a bad thing it's just like for mashes rise have that like we have also the production um, on that record is yes, really true. good drumming on yeah, it too, yeah it's really good. i didn't realize it's how good raging, the drumming man. i do i do love that band too you know it is what it is but i i hate that's that's another I would say and we'll, I will have to come with some stuff. This gets the uh, a, this gets a gold star, folks. Listen to nailed down. Right, uh, it's not that one won because the other one was dog shit. No, exactly. It's just damn. They both were good, but this one is just a slightly better. No, I could have gone either way on on this one to be honest, but you put me down for the Australians, I guess. All right. Oh. I just like how much the guitar solos sucked. It was amazing. <laughs> so yeah, we could move on. Hell yeah! All right, folks. And Focots. Last three matchups of the first round. We have number 68, Fucking Frampted. Eight track, 1999 on Crust War. They are from Osaka, Japan. Going up against number 33, El Dopa, 1332, 1997 on East Bay Menace. And they are from Oakland, California. This uh, El Dopa is also known as 1332. 
It seems very confusing. They, I uh, looked it up. They had to change their name because a band from Boston called El Dopa, oh. I think, was like, you need to change your name. Okay. We listened to this today. El Dopa, it's kind of, this is another one very much seems like a 90s band to me. It's kind of crusty. It's got crazy vocals. It seemed like, it honestly. sludgy, stonery kind yeah. of vibe to it, too. It just seemed to me it was like Buzz Oven plus dystopia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It was another one where I was, there were lots and lots of parts where I was like, oh, that part's really cool. That part's really cool. But they had those, like, jump the fuck ups kind of <laughs> Yeah, deal. it had some of those. Got some don't stony do parts. parts, yeah. And then, but, I mean, Frampted. folks should be listening. Folks, folks are familiar with Frampted, I think, for the most part in terms of you better be. Japanese I mean, crust. Come on. I would hope stuff. so. If you, again, we talked about this. If you don't like them, you're a poser. Poser. Sorry. Yeah, they're one of those bands. Let's, just, let's vote, yeah, yeah. folks. Um, holler. Three, two, one. Frampted. Frampted. It has to be. I knew I could count on my boys. Yeah. It's weird that, yeah. I, I wonder, we'll have to look at what people were choosing between that led to them not getting a buy. Yeah. It must have been a heavy Yeah, I wonder what else was in there. I mean, it must have been something that was something huge, yeah. His hero's gone or Oh, it might have been like a ass suck or something. I think it was ass suck, That would be very difficult. I'd go ass suck. I'd probably go ass I'd definitely go ass suck. I'm sorry. But Frampton's great. I mean, uh uh, I no love this to El Dopa either. No, El Dopa, I would say, is really cool. So if you like dystopia and you want to hear something that maybe doesn't have that kind of like super epic, not epic, but like as depressed vibe. Yeah, because they Dopa don't really do the of, whining thing. No, El Dopa would be right up your alley. Like if you like dystopia and money, listen to yeah. El Dopa. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you actually do like money. If you have showered at least once. If you're okay with working a job just to get by. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can fuck with El Dopa. All right. Um, is this the last one? No, two more. Two more. Oh. My mistake. Okay. All right. We have number 41, Econochrist, Trained to Serve, 1992 on Vermiform Records. They are from Little Rock, Arkansas, slash Oakland, California. Yeah, they moved to Oakland. Okay. Yep. And then they're up going up against number 37, Initial State, Abort the Soul, 1994, on Clearview Records, and they are from Dallas, Texas. Um, uh, yeah, so, and, uh, and as we said, Initial State was... Anti-Schism. Anti-Schism. Anti-Schism broke up on tour. They were from... Columbia, South Carolina. And I then think. some the members moved to Dallas. Um, which we listened to these days. Which one was which? You got to help me out. I'm sorry. Christ was like the more like... Um, I mean, I guess... Don't want to reveal too much here, but that was the more generic one. And then Initial State was like the God smack, like jump yes. the fuck oh, up. Yeah. Yeah. No, this, we like, should yeah. spend just a second on this. We listened to this today, and throughout this Initial State record, me and Tim kept start singing the would start singing the voodoo because yeah. there's there's mad parts where you can sing that over it, and it like works. It sounds good. Damn, I All remember right. now. Yeah, Connor Christ was like fine. It's it's fine. People Fine, love that but, band. That's another yeah. one. That's like yeah. borderline T-shirt band. People uh, yeah. really used to really like them. Maybe they still do. Were that they have stuff on Ebullition or something like that? Yeah, something like, like that. They're like they're they're in that like category of like Ebullition kind of record Certainly. band. Yeah, nineties um, band, definitely nineties band. All right, nineties babies. Or weren't they also r- around in the late eighties? They were. Yeah, they formed in like the late eighties okay. or mid eighties. So you want to just do the Let's three two? Yeah, roll. do the yeah. three Let's two one three. three. Two, one, initial, initial state. state. 
I'm not the one to so far away. Say body into my veins. And that's straight up the reason why they won. That is why they won is because that was because funny. We couldn't do that with a Cono Christ. Yeah, that is why. Sorry, Econo I Christ. mean, also, Godsmack had that awesome song they added for the Marines, uh, or like the fucking like military. Crying like a bitch? No, that was for like, like MMA. Oh, yeah. Very good. Yeah, maybe. And we haven't even gotten, some of the buys might do something like that. So if if a if a yeah. band that got a buy can can channel Godsmack, yeah, yeah, like I mean, whoever uh, they whoever's going against the initial <laughs> state, they better be careful. I'm pretty sure there's a Godsmack uh, cover band here called One Thousand Horsepower. One Thousand Horsepower, it's so cool. There absolutely is. Why aren't they on this list? Yeah, well, they didn't put a record out in the '90s. <laughs> Why didn't no. they? Godsmack? Well, they were running in the 90s. Godsmack did form in the 90s. I know what sure. you're going to do if you Good ever enough. figure out time travel. Oof. Keep hey. Hitler, but change this list. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't understand. The way I'm going to do it will make it, it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be chill. <laughs> yeah, it'll be just fine. I'm going to make Xbox happen quicker. Yeah, Xbox <laughs> is going to come out 10 years before than it did. Mm-hmm. All right. Last one for this. All right, we have number two in humanity, the nutty, <laughs> the nutty Antichrist, uh, 1996 on Pacifist. They are from Columbia, South Carolina, uh, going up against number 73, Grimple, up your ass, 1992 on M&E Records, and they are from Santa Fe, New Mexico, so and relocated to Oakland. This is an interesting one. That Grimple band I would hear about years ago from the same people who liked the Filth Blatz record. Makes it's total sense. Similar scene. Like, it's kind of, but somewhere it's like street punk, but with some things that are maybe similar to pop punk. A lot of, like, melodic guitar riffs. It uh, is catchy. Which I personally liked about it, but it's still, like, scummy sounding in a way. But it's not stupid. It's not, like, dumb like some street punk is. It's very, again, very, very 90s. And then Inhumanity, were you guys familiar with that band before? I hadn't heard either of these before. No. no. Inhumanity, it's, like, heavy. I, I think, I believe uh, you could call this emo violence. Yes. Is it? Okay. Or screamo, screamo or whatever. Violence. Yeah. Not scrams, but... Uh, it's not approaching that it. It's approaching that. Heavy, yeah. See, this is the thing about the '90s. It's like even them. They're like, oh, we're not sure exactly where it falls. Yeah. It's just this amorphous fucking shit. Yeah, even Grimple's kind of the same. I mean, way. motherfuckers could have been like, on. "Oh, Inhumanity, that death metal band." You know, I yeah, mean, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. they would say now. Yeah, you oh, could show either of these records to any given coworker, they'd be like, "Oh, this is death for metal for both, no, including yeah, Grimple. This is that good hardcore, huh?" Yeah, <laughs> that I've been hearing about. All right, well, let's three, two, one it. All right, three. Two, one. Inhumanity. I think Inhumanity won. I liked this Grimple record. I didn't love it, but I liked it. It, it had, I liked it too. It's got, like, here's the thing with it, and this is a critique and a compliment, and uh, there's a lot of records like this, especially, like, anything that's, like, poppy, quote-unquote, in any way. Like, I kept hearing stuff where I was like, this sounds catchy. That's a sick, like, melodic guitar lead that's, like, catchy sounding. I like it. But after I got done listening to the record, none of the songs were stuck in my head. And there's a difference between sounding catchy and actually being catchy. Like, right. no, I have to listen to this again because it's bothering me. And they didn't pass that test. But it's got the kind of catchy bass lines and leads and, you know, stuff that I'm a huge sucker for. Uh, but my critique would be it didn't quite earworm me very hard. 
Any Manny, yeah. I actually didn't dislike either. It's it's like heavy. It's they're very technically proficient. The production was was that title decent. is so dog shit. The Nutty Eddie Christ. That sucks so bad. <laughs> well, nineties. Nineties, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's just. You just gotta remind yourself. Oh, 90. Well, I'm just know. thinking of Eddie Murphy playing all the members or the something. The nutty, all, like, super fat. Well, you know that was originally uh, uh what's his name? The nutty uh, Antichrist could be the Jerry Mel- Lee Lewis uh, movie. Uh, Jerry Lewis. Yeah, yeah, not. I'm sorry, Jerry Lewis, not Jerry Lee. Lewis. I do that all the time too, which is funny. But like, yeah. yeah, the comedian Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> like the inversion of the Passion of the Christ, but it's like also the Nutty Professor. That'd be something. It's yeah. a good movie. And we're going to start working on the script right after we sign off from this episode, which we're about to do. Yes. But yeah. I hope everybody enjoyed this. I've, yo, we're probably already going to have people who want to fight with us about this. Please do. Yeah, get we love pissed. It. We love it. We or, or be respectful or do whatever you want. But we like going back and forth and talking about this stuff. That's that's what we're doing this for. So yeah. that's the name of the game in March Mayhem yes, and sir. year-round. Yeah, this is all for the love of money right now. Absolutely. The love of money. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> thank you for listening. Thank Kings you for everybody who voted com. before, too. Yeah, thank Kings you for voting. Com. And uh, I'm hoping we're going to start reaching out to get. I don't know. This might come out on Wednesday or uh, I'll do a little bit of editing, I think. It's worth the it down. Yeah. Worth, worth the wait. Um, and hey, but stay mad. <sighs> stay glad. Um, vote or die. Vote or die, motherfucker. Vote or die. Uh, feel the burn. Feel the burn, but not the band burn. No. Yeah, I guess not. Uh, sorry, Because they burn. didn't make no. it. No. But thank you once again, and keep your eyes open, and or keep your ears open. Listen. And keep I guess your I, eyes if, shut. Whatever, whatever it is, yeah, keep your eyes shut so you can't get uh, distracted. distracted. And I would say definitely check out a bunch of these records. Because oh, absolutely. I feel like the 90s, for especially for all of us, Maybe something we kind of overlooked in the I trans- totally did, yeah. We definitely yeah. overlooked it because, you know, I think the oldest I ever got in the 90s was uh, seven. True. So, yeah. Yeah, so. what are you turning this year? I'm going to be 32 when, like. No, no, days. no. I mean, actually, because of the leap year. Oh, shit. I'm. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, let's put this on the year. Yeah, like, I'm eight. Okay. You're eight. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm if really you're eight ever, years if you're old. Ever, yeah, we hang out. We hang out with like a. We hang out hang with, with a little a, kid every. Yeah. Like you guys, just, we change the voice. It's just like a voice he's modulator. Been, he's mature for his age. You guys hang out with an eight-year-old who smokes weed. And we blow and fucking stuff. mad cush into his face and shit. If you're ever mad at Gary, just remember that he is a literal truck. Just a little boy. That he's literally only neurodivergent had, and a minor. I've had. I've only had eight birth. <laughs> Eight whole birthdays in my whole life. If we got rid of the voice modulation. That's why he can still order off the kids' menu. He still gets to eat free at Tully's. It's a really good deal. Actually, we're about to go there right now. We got to go to Tully's. So, yeah, go to kingsofpunk.com and uh, sound off in the comments. And thank you to Prank Records and everybody who's been listening and contributing. And thank you, Connor, for doing the referee thing. This would have yes. honestly sucked if you didn't do that. So you got it. You. We probably would have still been, like, not even halfway through it. Uh, if we... We'd be like, um. Yeah. Well, um, I had to make sure we sped this up because I got to go get a Twix bar. <laughs> okay. Word.